And welcome <laughs> to the Kuyu Chris and Friends podcast. What's up? Rodney, yeah. please bless the mic and I've got an instrumental for you. Most dev, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Alright, so this one I guess will be called uh, Captain Marvel. I'll go into depth that with that a little later. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the world, youngin'. You got a lot to see. It's not a dream, and I know it's hard to stay awake. But sometimes it can feel like a walk on the plank. So take a walk with me down nostalgia street. I popped my first pill, 17, smoked stokes a month later. Took my first shot of heat, man, almost threw up the chaser. I love getting faded. Hangovers are fucking hated. While parties stay late, my graduation seat stay vacant. So I try to chase cream, then I starve for bread. I never bite the hand that gives if I'm partially fed. Walking in the garden of death, the annual fees make me an Shit costing me an arm and a leg I keep watching my friends' lives progress before mine Riding the wave on hope, but I'm surfing on low tides Damn, too many things as a kid I didn't understand Now that I'm grown, I'm on my own to become a man Yeah, I'm asking God, what's the plan? I got the world in the palm of my hand Transformed from a boy to a man And all I had to do was yell Shazam Yeah I'm asking God, what's the plan? I got the world in the palm of my hand Transformed from a boy to a man And all I had to do was yell Shazam Yo, I ain't perfect I'll tell you who is My mother being a provider for her two kids I try to be the best son, I couldn't prove it When shit hit the fan, I felt like I couldn't do shit Six years old, my father tried to stop us from leaving And told my mama calling the Bible was misleading So my mama tried to stop my angry father from swinging My sister tried to stop the crying I tried to stop the bleeding Granny said, come together Try to start the healing But no more trial and error So she tried to block the feelings Sixteen, it happened again And that evening told them, try that shit again and you just might stop breathing so i looked up and i asked god yo what you trying to prove i was trying to keep us together like glue i guess my family broke apart for the better because you get cut deep when you try putting shattered pieces together and i'm like i'm asking god what's the plan i got the world in the palm of my hand transformed from a boy to a man and all i had to do was yell shazam damn i'm asking god what's the plan I got the world in the palm of my hand Transformed from a boy to a man And all I had to do was yell Shazam Growing up without a father You think I shrivel up like a dying flower But I showed you strength with my mighty powers Times are getting harder, I wouldn't doubt it See, I was prone to depression But I just couldn't allow it So I used food as comfort TV is an outlet Pussy for pleasure, see, I couldn't live without it Man, it was hard, friends and fam, we grew apart Sister had a baby, mom found a man And my friends were just moving on I was alone, I was weak, I couldn't face myself All I did was hate myself, I wanted to waste myself Felt like everyday passing was like actual hell But in order to find comfort I would damage my health those were dark times with long nights I just needed a large sign like Gotham City calling the dark night if it wasn't for this booth and the mic I would have overdosed and used suicide to end a beautiful life and I'm like okay God I know the plan I got the world in the palm of my hand transformed from a boy to a man and all I have to do is yell Shazam damn okay God I know the plan I got the world in the palm of my hand Transformed from a boy to a man And all I had to do was yell Shazam
Hey, <laughs> lyrical fire, brother. Hey. <laughs> what did you say in the beginning? That was called something Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel. So, so the song is named Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I got the idea of the song because uh, I was watching um, Justice League and I was looking at this kid. This is literally the only kid on the team. He's like ten years old, and so Captain Marvel is like I think a ten year old kid, and he has he's been blessed with these powers, and now all he has to do is yell Shazam, like boom. And this cloud burst out, and he just turns into like like a thirty year old buff dude, like Superman. And I was like, man, that seems kind of weird. How he's such he's a kid, but he's like fighting with the big dogs, you know. And I was like, wow, that's actually a great you know metaphor because it's literally a kid becoming a man just like that. Uh. And so this entire song is for me going from like um, like being you know ignorant to life to learning something from it. That's what being from a kid to a man. That's that's what I got from it. I never saw that. Is that in Justice League? Mm-hmm. A cartoon? Yep. The, I never saw that. Look kid. up Captain Marvel. He, it's, Captain it's literally a kid. Captain Marvel. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. It's a kid. He just yells Shazam and he turns into a superhero. So I heard a lot of personal insights in that song. Yeah. That's a, very, a lot of deep shit. Yeah, there, it, go, it, goes, it goes deep. That's why I was, uh, it's like one of the the more intimate songs on the mixtape is because like I'm talking about my personal experience mm-hmm. in life and like this things that I usually wouldn't talk to about with just like regular people. I kind of just put it out there just, you know, to show you like I am dealing with shit too. Mm. Yeah. So just for context, let's get a little at least surface level background on you before we dive into some more yeah. of my favorite music. Yeah. <laughs> I know you got some musical talents that we're about to profile, but um, just what is speed round stuff, right? Okay. Uh, what's your name? Rodney Manalo, aka Mr. No Name. Mr. No Name. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old are you? 25. Where were you born? I was born in Daly City at Seton Medical Center. Hey! <laughs> that is hardcore, Daly City. That's not SF, Daly City, kind yeah, of borderline. Nah, that's, that's Daly literally City, the heart bro. Of Daly City. <laughs> the, top, the top of the hill. <laughs> uh, where did you go to school? Uh, middle school. Uh, well, I went to OLPH, kindergarten to eighth grade, and then Oceana High School. Oceana in Pacifica. Yeah. And then uh, what are you doing now? I am currently in Year Up, which is a program for like young adults uh, in San Francisco who basically just get taught uh, tech skills, uh, business etiquette. I'm also in it with uh, Josh Berha. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Check out episode number two. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> hey, it sounds like a good program. It is, honestly. I, like last year, I never would have thought I'd been in this position like at this time in my life. Like It's, it's honestly a blessing because like, I would still be stuck at like a regular retail job where I'm like mm, not doing anything, mm. kind of just chilling at work. Um, and what mediums of art do you like to do? Um, since I was about five, from five to like, even till now, I've, I've been drawing like since I was five. Oh, like, yeah? I, wa- I wanted to work for Pixar to make Toy Story. Like when I first oh, saw, when I I first saw Toy Story, I was like, damn, who made this and how, how can I do that too? So I got like if you look like if if I brought all my books I have like all my coloring books like stacked oh. Toy Story coloring books I I kid you not they're all drawn in like with my own Woody pictures and stuff I've been drawing since I was like five six self taught do, do you still do that I haven't been drawing a lot I've been kind of focusing on like the internship that I'm at now and music mm. so drawing was kind of put to the side a little bit but I kind of just do it like from time to time so from what I know about you actually I met you through uh. Joseph Mugsai Sai, mm-hmm. 
episode number three yeah. <laughs> i think or something like that no, it was like five or six <laughs> or five six something like that yeah. um and you came through to the laia open mic yes and then you performed mm-hmm. um one of your valentine's song um yeah. which is on your soundcloud mm-hmm. mr no name yeah mr no name rod mr name no name rod mm-hmm. all right all letters no change the uh, no, yeah numbers. so how it's spelled out is m-r-n-o-n-a-m-e-r-o-d okay cool yeah like the backslash that you have that one mixtape yeah what is it called hello my name is because mm. i go by mr no name so it's like but you don't have a name yeah so how is it my name is if you don't have no name <laughs> so that's how i earned the name but I your name is no name so but that's a name yeah you see the you see how it goes in a loop <laughs> mind blown could you tell me a little bit about the details of that first song that you did yeah and just like your process of um, making music and putting those intimate details of your life into the song. um so i kind of did it in my own timeline so how i started the song is like welcome to the world youngin you got a lot to see so it's basically a narration of my older self walking through my old my younger self through these times in the eyes of 25 year old rodney right Does that make sense Oh, so you're telling I'm the telling, younger self yeah, like telling pieces of advice. A perspective of what my life was like, even though I lived it, mm. I'm like taking myself out of the past and like walking myself through it mm. as an adult mm. rather than as a kid at that time. And then one of the lyrics in the first verse is, uh, um, "These parties stayed lit, but my graduation seat stayed vacant." So these par- like I was partying all the time in high school, and then my graduation seat was just empty because i didn't even graduate high school really yeah i I watched my class graduate and i sat on the bleachers really Mm -hmm. why just because you weren't going to school you were um i kind of it was because my parents were like in that whole thing and then it kind of just led me to do like a lot of drugs (laughs) i'll tell you Uh. that like i was popping pills like eight in the morning during class and then i'd be high till like fucking like 10 o'clock at night and i just I was either too, I was high, high during class and at school, or I was so high that I didn't even want to go to school. Like, I just ditched. My entire senior year was like, I wasn't even there. Was it, was it, when you said your go- parents were going through that thing, did they separate? Is that the thing? Um, they, it's, they were already separated since I started high school, but they were in each other's lives in a very negative way. Like, they were kind uh. of using me as a pawn for oh, benefits shit. you know what i mean like yeah. child support or i need to see him because i need him to get information from you you know what i mean so oh. it was like my dad using me as an interrogation tool and my mom using me as like uh, a financial tool to get money from him damn so like and back and forth i'm yeah. like yo i can't deal with this shit that's why i'm taking drugs during, during school so it's like yo like separation and those broken <coughs> families has a huge impact on people i it, know folks like hell yeah even in my own family yeah. like my own parents mm-hmm. and then i got other family members whose parents have gone through similar shit and you yeah. can see the dysfunction 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard, especially when you're growing up. Like if, if you're an adult, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure adults have a better way of coping with things, but when yeah. you're, when you're like a teenager, when you have no like legit financial resources and you can't really escape from it like that because you're still young, you still live under somebody's roof. Mm-hmm. It's harder because you have to live with it mm-hmm. and it, it scars you like emotionally and mentally, if, especially if you have no one to talk to about it. Mm. It just like lingers on in your head. And then like even subconsciously, like your attitude changes, um, you, you take, you take on different perspectives on different issues that correlate with whatever they're fighting about you know things like that i've noticed that because i'm very observant and i noticed like my mood changed like towards my parents every time like after they like completely just like stopped talking to each other when i would see them it's just like what like what do you want like i'm here i'm just i'm chilling what do you want from me now you know instead of just like oh hey how are you doing it's like what do you want from me like what what the parents would be like that to I would be like that to them. Oh, so the the connection with them mm-hmm. totally changed yeah, like the ability went, to have a good relationship even one on one. Yeah. It shifted. Yeah, because I'm I was so used to like, oh, I'm I need to get something from you to give back. I need to mm. report I need to get something to report back to you. Mm. So then when they stop talking to each other completely, I go back to them and then be like, What? Like when they call me, like ask me for something, I'm like, What do you want? you know oh, instead of it being yeah. normally like yeah what do you what can i do or what do you need help with it's like it's or like, like what what's you, up yeah it's like, not, even, not even that it's yeah, just it's like just what like, do you want now yeah like, yeah yeah because yeah. you're you've like ingrained the practice of like there's a reason why yeah. you're wanted there exactly and then you know it's good that you're able to put aspects of that into the music that's yeah. what i find yeah pretty and dope. at the same time i didn't want it to make the the song sounds like super depressing yeah i don't want to yeah. be like yeah i was torn my heart was broken this and that i wanted it to be real as possible with no like bias emotion or anything because mm. i don't want it i don't want it to sound emotional because i just wanted to tell my story like i don't want you to i don't want you to feel sorry for me i yeah. just wanted i just want you to know that that's a real thing did you write when you were in high school, like during yeah. that time, you were writing raps. Mm-hmm. And all? I was writing raps. I didn't write any of this stuff. Like mm-hmm. the way I wrote my entire mixtape, I didn't write anything like that during high school. But when I was um, going through some stuff, um, I actually started singing before I started rapping. Hey, were <laughs> yeah. you in choir or anything? No, I no? was not. I was not trained for anything. Every everything that I do creatively in my life, I've never been trained for. Never went to school for it. Never been taught. So do you have singing songs? I haven't seen any singing songs. I don't have any. <sighs> shoot. Uh, I do. You have... got some Migos on us? You got to get some melodic uh, shit on us, bro? I have some singing songs, but they're from like way, way, way back in the day. Like uh, when my voice was still developing as yeah, a singer. Yeah. Like I didn't have the right, like, the right pitch, but like I can hold a note. Uh-huh, if that makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I can copy. I can copy how like... Music Soul Child sings a song, but I can't write lyrics to sing my own song. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, like, I can yeah, follow yeah. his melody, but I can't make my own. Because mm. I don't know how notes go. I don't know the pitch and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do those things. Mm-hmm. So, I'm self-taught. So, if, if it's a cover song, no problem. If it's my own song, probably not. <laughs> yeah. And then you were drawing around that time still, too. Yeah, I was still drawing. I have a... Man, I, I wish I brought everything. Were you uh, into graph? That's funny that you asked that because, yes, I was heavily into, like, graffiti uh-huh. back in, like, sophomore year. I think freshman year is when I was just, like, kind of learn, like, kind of imitating graffiti, mm-hmm. not really knowing what it looked like. I was just, like, going based off of what I see. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year, junior year is when I actually started, like, researching on graffiti, like, um, SDK, 
there's a group called SDK Stomp Down Killers. Um, I forgot where they're based in. I think it's Canada. So they would be doing graffitis on train. I would be looking at like old graph artists and stuff. And then I think junior year or yeah, junior year, it was when I was like starting to go out and actually like write on walls and stuff. And then that's how I met Joe mm. because I know Joe drew too because my brother is a uh, Jeffrey. Shh. I mean, uh, no, he didn't. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recall those moments, actually. That never happened. <laughs> those never happened. It was just a dream. Yeah. JoJo. Yeah, yeah that jo- dude, I remember yeah, JoJo. JoJo. Jo- jo. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. So the other Joe, uh, uh he was telling me about JoJo, how he would do graffiti outside, and he goes by Seth One. Uh um, yeah, and then no, I, I remember, think it was Seth two, bro. I think it was Seth two. Oh yeah, it was Seth one and a half, one point five. Yeah, so he was doing graph, and then um, I thought I was a shit because mm. I was like, you know, drawing these things on paper. But when I actually see his stuff, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this dude blew me out of the water. Like he's like amazing. Yeah, like with his pen skills, his highlights, his sketches, and everything. I'm like, man. I want to learn from you. And then when I found out how old he was, I was like, oh man, I don't. <laughs> You're like, like what dude, the fuck? this guy, this guy's like half my age. <laughs> like, he's only like 10 years old. <laughs> no, he's, he's pretty young though. He's, he's pretty he's, young. He's 22, I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm 25. Like, <laughs> imagine me in sophomore year. How old was he? He's only eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, yeah. But he was, yeah, he was amazing. So I started drawing from graffiti and then. Um, after I was kind of like over that graffiti phase, I was kind of looking, I was kind of like transitioning from like graffiti art to like pop art. Mm. Like, um, so you were also writing raps at the same time. So you've always been like mixed media. Mm -hmm. I was always, I was doing it all. If, if it was like during high school, it was, um, drawing and poetry. If not drawing, it was like singing and I don't know. Yeah. Singing and poetry also, I guess. What got you into it? Who first opened up your to like what? Drawing? to like drawing or even poetry or even <laughs> like poetry? Because I only like you know there it's kind of one of those how would you say like oh poetry exactly. in high school you know like I fucking exactly. love poetry exactly. in high school but I was like yeah baby you're so high high in the skies like I could fly the birds <laughs> that's a fucking line in my poem bro that's yeah, that's that real shit know, because. That's shit. exactly what. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So but what got you into so, how did, how did, uh, what, what got me into drawing was Toy Story One. Oh, so dope. that was the that was the movie that started it all for me. So that's kind of where my like end goal is at Pixar. That's where I want to retire from. Why did was there anybody who gave you like a drawing book of it? Yeah, or you? my my dad. He oh. knew that I had a talent with drawing because like um, he would per- print out like Disney pictures. And then he would just leave him there. Like, he even told me this. He experimented with me when I was, like, five, five or six. So I was just put the water bottle over here oh, so okay. it's not blocking oh, your okay. face. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he experimented. He So he left a bunch of, like, printed Disney pictures and just left them on the table. And then he put, like, a notepad there and a pencil. And he noticed that, like, I walked straight up to it and I just started drawing it. Oh. I mean, I, it, was, it was, like, it wasn't that great of a drawing, but... Like, oh, you're just like going. inspired to just like copy like that. Yeah, I just copied it, or I try to like make my own. Oh, you know what dope. I mean? So then it started going off of that. Poetry, <laughs> poetry was because my ex girlfriend, when I was a junior, when I was a junior, I started writing poetry, and I was I remember this so it's hilarious. There was this thing at our high school at uh, Oceana called Interim. 
interim interim uh-huh. yeah and so what you do there is you choose a class that you want to choose for an entire week mm, yeah yeah they still have that yeah <clears throat> so uh, when i was going out with my girlfriend she was in she was like heavily into like opera like at in 2008 2007 you know people were more into like um whatever hip-hop was popular right yeah she wasn't interested in any hip-hop she was more into rock a little bit of rock and then opera, classical, stuff like that. She was yeah. very different. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, that's very different from what any girl that I've dated. So that's cool. And so she showed me a book of her poetry. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, she's like, yeah, you should you should try it sometime. Like try to write poems, see how it goes. And I was like, all right. And so I was trying to write something. And then I was watching uh, Fresh Prince. Uh. And then where he was like, uh, De La Ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I was watching that. The glasses. Yeah, I tried, I tried to like find inspiration in that episode. I'm like, yeah, how can I make it so smooth like that? Yeah. So I kind of yeah, like, yeah. I kind of like copied one of the things he says, like TikTok clock. The yeah, clock yeah. is ticking for you. <laughs> and then she was like, oh my God, is that original? I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, did you write that? I'm like, yeah, I did. It's for you, baby. It's for you, girl. Yeah, you know, because I'm always watching you. Uh. <laughs> yeah. oh, she, I never would have thought of that when I was 16. But yeah, so she got, she got me into, um, into poetry and then after poetry i transitioned into singing because she's into opera classical so she has a a great singing voice it's strong and um she she was like you should try singing because i heard you sing uh have you heard week by passion yeah yeah Yeah. so passion's version of week I don't off the top of it's, my head, it's, it's, but I know who Passion is. I yeah, know yeah. that style. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. He the that. original Filipino YouTube singer. <laughs> oh, that's the first. We are all his children. That's, those are MySpace yeah. days. Yeah, MySpace. shout out to Passion, Gabe Bondock. <laughs> Gabe Bondock was. Those are the guys who all these motherfuckers now on YouTube were his children. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a grandfather. Yeah, he's a grandfather. He's There's a grandfather. some dope folks right now though. Yeah, not There's to discredit dope, anyone else. Yeah, not but, to discredit. Take it away from not from Jamie Boy music. Yeah. all these other motherfuckers who be killing the game yeah. right now nick patrolli like yeah. people are doing dope you. work they are but, but passion, passion he's a granddad <laughs> Those fucking boys to men when he was wearing this hoodie like a bape looking hoodie there was like end of the road he was singing with melvin and this like oh, very yeah, yeah, yeah. like like just those night early 2000s like hip-hop <laughs> jackets like like you would not be caught in those now yeah, yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about but yeah so he sang and then she's like you should try to sing this song so i sang it she's like you know you're pretty good you have a nice voice just like work on this and that so i was like okay whatever so i started singing because of that then we broke up uh after the singing I went right back to poetry, but it was like more dark poetry. Uh. It was like, you know, like I feel depressed, this and that. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I forgot what I, I have a lot of old <laughs> notebook stuff back home. Did you have friends writing poetry alongside you or was this just like an um, individual, like you just got no. into it and this was your therapy? Or it was, it, it was just my therapy. It was my way to cope with uh. some things. Cause that was the same time. Like my parents were still doing their, going through that whole ordeal so i was writing about like my parents i was writing about like heartbreak you know like anybody any 17 year old kid would write poetry about heartbreak you know yeah yeah. um um but what got my other friend's attention who was my mentor at the time his name is jared mcpherson shout out to j mac j mac j mac um he was my mentor back in the day and he was like yo these poems are pretty good like your rhymes are pretty solid like do you want to try writing it on a beat I'm like, do I? Like, 
mm, fuck it let's go was he like another student yeah he was a student uh, at my school and then um he was he he actually already had been known as a musician at oceana since like day one of freshman year of like high school so i was just like why not link up you know this guy knows exactly what he's talking about with music so i can learn i can definitely learn something and so the first song i ever recorded ever in my life was over a new jobbies oh, beat yeah. flowers Seba. it was called flowers yeah i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name right new new Jabez or some people i don't know some people have it's a bunch of different things yeah, like new jobbies new jobbies new jobbies but rest in peace to him rest in peace i'm not trying to mess up that's his why name i said june, did you know june seba june, yeah it's his right? name backwards yeah, yeah. yeah. um and, yo it's kind of crazy how much lasting input he's had on the music scene oh yeah especially for freestylers for these oh, yeah. beat creators adult swim yeah it's fucking crazy samurai shampoo other shows i forgot what other shows he made beats for but i anyway, digress yes <laughs> yes um so j mac was my teacher so he told me how to count bars he told me how to count uh, bpm beats per minute um he told me how to like structure words properly like different methods on how to write lyrics on paper so you can read it a certain way things like that and then so he kind of taught me how to write so excuse me when when i wrote to that song that's like the first song i recorded and that's kind of like what got the ball rolling and then like as i heard his music i started like figuring things out like what does 16 bars mean what is that you know like i didn't i never knew what 16 bars was i thought it was just like a term for a verse mm. but how long is that verse you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you know how long to go how do you how do you count the 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 right times where you're supposed to end your rhyme and then um after we graduated high school i was kind of listening to more music and then i was just like kind of fighting patterns of like different songs with like that same structure like i was listening to um college dropout Mm. um late registration um other albums like that like uh blow the heavens blue in exile i don't know if you heard that make the album no oh blu yeah 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 Yeah. i've heard great album uh i was listening to those like how does he structure his rhymes and stuff so that's kind of how it like built onto that so yeah yeah, I guess we got to put on that flower beat for a little oh, throwback. No, 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 no. Uh, maybe in the next podcast, I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring the MP3 and then I'll let you guys listen to it. Well, I'll, I'll I, feel, I feel like I want to throw on just a few beats okay. uh, for a little freestyle session. Oh, that's honor. That's, I mean, with- that's like a... That's a normal thing with this podcast. Uh, Freestyles have to happen. Freestyle session. How many? Uh, how many beats are we doing? We can do probably at least two, and then go uh-huh. three ish. Oh, okay. And let's just see what I got. So I'm gonna throw on Whatever the got. homie one Burha beat. Oh, Burha beat. And then we got some other flaming osis, but this one, let's just see what we can do with it. This is dreaming by Burha Beats. Ooh. Ooh, so Josh Burha's older brother. Ooh. With that tag too. Ooh. Okay, okay. So Mr. No Name on it. Uh. When it drops. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey, oh, hey. Oh, 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 oh. Do you wanna do you wanna do like a throw on words and stuff? Or? No, just go, just, just go. And then okay. we can do that. I'll set it up. Just you gotta All wrap right. onto this. Show them kids. Yo, drinking water from a hydro flask. You know I'm not the shooter cause I don't blast. But I got this shit on blast. And every time I got this, yeah, you know I'm not ass. Yup, I'm not ass catch them. You don't even know, man. I do not catch them. Yeah. Fuck. I'm losing my shit. And everyone I'm I don't even know what I'm saying, man. 
Going Super Saiyan ham Shit, what am I saying, man? About to go fucking ham and ham And every time that I go Man, I go go like a goldfish Everybody knows this You don't even know this Man, I swear I spit the shit You don't even notice I'll be a fly on the wall Every time I get this shit I ball Cause I'm like Fuck, I'm losing my shit I don't even know what I'm about to say Go ahead, save me Uh you don't need no saving, I just wanna save faces Everybody running like they're in them races uh, Ethnic lines, uh, I just wanna go with sex or dime, sex or dime I just wanna run another rhythm back me I just wanna go try to see a Filipino ah, It's a little bit hard to rap on this beat But I try to uh, pick up my feet and find a rhythm that will just go Bar for bar 16 I just wanna be like a young and 16, a preteen. I just wanna say I was in middle school when I saw I fell in love with white ladies. I said, Baby girl, you look so good. Why don't you let your head down? I said, Baby girl, I'm a little Filipino boy. Yeah, I can make you feel that joy. I just wanna make you play with my toy. Ah, that's that's a little bit dirty. I'm just a little bit flirty. I'ma do this on Till your mama turns dirty Cause I like the meals Give me a gilf I'ma do this now I'm doing for real So I pass it to Mr. No Name Find the beat, the rhythm uh, yeah. He said, play with my toy <laughs> I don't play with the boy <laughs> No, you don't even know me But I don't even know you You ain't a homie, bitch I am Mowgli, and this is Jungle Book We wanna get fucking took And everybody knows I am not a crook Cause I'm not crooking castles You don't wanna shook me, you get shook Rest in peace, the prodigy from Mob Deep I don't even care if your mob is deep You can go ahead and get these off of me, yeah Pleasing, yeah Do this shit every evening, yeah Pleasing, I don't even care This shit is for the evening, yeah Your skin on my skin, everybody knows it Everybody knows that when we're together that we win And every time, man, I feel like the wind Cause every time that we blow, yeah, you know we sink in it The skin intimate And every time that we get into it I don't even know, man, you get intricate The little things that we did with shit, oh shit, man You are now tuned in with your hobby Ooh, okay <laughs> Ended it right on the tag Okay we got another so beat. now we, we got the next beat, but right. now we are using rap pad for a little 45 seconds per topic per word. Find the raps, find the uh, messages, the content. But next we've got that was Dreaming by Burha Beats. Now we got Flaming Osis Flaming called Osis. Never Felt a Feeling Like This. Damn. All right, let's Deep. see. And if you can't start if you don't know where we're going, the words are right there on that screen. I don't know if they can see that. <laughs> All right. Come on, Mr. No Name. Ooh, look at the word. Show it. Ready? Yeah, killing it. Yeah, I'm killing shit. I'm not a murderer, but I be killing it. Everybody knows you feeling it. I'm a Filipino in the cuts. Everybody knows I'm digging it. Digging the crates, digging the grave, digging in the place. Killing this, killing this beat, killing your face. Yeah, taking a mask off, but I'm not future. But I'll fuck your life like Karma Sutra. And everybody knows, man, I'ma do this to ya. You don't even care. This is humility to ya. I don't even know what is leaping. You can go ahead and dive into the deep end. The leaping. Frog crossing the street 
You can see the chicken crossing the street Ugh. With the frog and he's hopping the leaf And everybody knows I go on and on When I hop on this beat I'm Ugh. like a rabbit on a track A rabbit on the map Every time I run this shit I'm like a rabbit on the track I'm going rapid on these tracks And everybody knows I got flows And everybody knows I don't got the cash I'm a broke asshole I don't even care <laughs> if you're broke ass no But I'm a broke asshole I got no self-worth I'm a broke asshole Get it? Self-worth broke asshole You don't even know how gas goes Meaning I spit fire whenever I spit that propane through my fucking mouth though I don't even care, you can go ahead and get your mouth though You can click the mouse bro, you can go ahead and click fast forward You can even click rewind You don't even know where I go cause everybody knows Mr. No Name is ahead and never behind You can kiss my behind and all of my cheeks you don't even care if I'm rapping on the beat Call the seniors Seniors cause I never graduated high school from Oceana You don't even go ahead and get your cameras Go ahead and film this Go ahead the realness You can go ahead and bitch call me Regis Vilman Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm a chameleon air But I'm a chameleon in this air When you stare I'm not there Yup Camouflage to your eyesight Everybody knows Mr. No Name in the limelight Going off the top every time that I'm flowing Everybody knows Mr. No Name is fucking going when I'm going insane, going off my brain, artillery in my mind. You can go ahead and propane. You know this is old game. Go ahead and off the top like Rogaine. What the fuck am I saying? I don't know, man. I'm going off the top like you can't feel this. Everybody knows, man. No name is the realest. I don't even care. You can go ahead and film this off of the top. The artillery, go ahead and infiltrate the illness. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm just saying stupid shit when I'm rhyming up on the go. You don't even know. I'm a go fish when I'm on the go. Mr. No Name always doing this shit You already know Yup The Ash Shore The Ash Whore Ash Whore Ash Whore I don't as even whore. know what you asking for Go a ahead shore. What? Nigga that's a shore You I'm on the beach Damn dog You just wanna get some more How come you read it wrong You're like a whore that never went to school That's a little bit rude But I'm trying to get you educated Why don't you eat some good food That's a shore Not in the water That's right By the coast Why are you being like a father who couldn't find a way to drive I'm just telling you this is a reason for you to go and just jive with me All damn week, I'm a little bit strong Nah nigga, I ain't weak uh, uh, This uh, is how I stay on my game, my hair is sleek uh, Maybe I can be a miller, nah call me meek oh. uh. Okay, <laughs> one more, you gonna start off the next one Alright, yo that was a dope beat man Oh what is this? By Rob Ara. Araujo. Okay. It sounds like a slow beat. Okay, okay, you can rap on anything. Alright. <clears throat> He's just the rhythm. anything happen. What am I wearing? I don't even know he's staring. Bearing. Catch the bearings. This uh. beat might be too slow. I don't even know if you know. Uh. I don't even know, but I'm pulling the right cards. You can call me Yu-Gi-Oh. Yup. Call me Yu-Gi-Oh every time this Rufio Call me uh. Peter Pan and Neverland Every time that I never land You can go ahead and catch the right hand or the left hand Yup, Asa Flying hey. like NASA hey. Yeah, Asa uh. Flying like NASA uh. Yeah, yeah, this FAFSA for the last, bruh Go ahead and get the cash, bruh This FAFSA Everybody knows no name Got the fucking cash, bruh Nope, I'm broke, boy Remember that? I don't even care If you never land 
You can go ahead and never land Cream Chris kill this shit on the LMAC That's the ass up without the F No financial assistance That's theft from the government Do you understand? That's what they said Now I'm just a kid with ugly ass hair Call me Alfalfa Yeah, I just need to be a youngin' I'm coasting, I got my dog on the scooter I'm a little rascal Damn, I'm doing the drastic Man, I just wanna be young at heart That's where I start Just to tell you that I will go drive in a cart They say it go I go down a little bit slow But I say, girl, I like the way that you go I'm just like a little brown young Young rascal Filipino This poetic lines show a good mood Damn, I'm a good dude Cause all the ladies want to rock with us I'm finding way to just drive on by Maybe I need to find another beautiful rhyme from RapPad.com That's just what I wanna say, it's helping me write my raps It's gonna be a brighter day while well, I'm a poetic man Damn, I'm so high in the sky, birds will fly with my love It's just so deep that I ain't no thug but I can shoot the beat I'm in a good ass mood, cause I'm on the move My momentum won't ever be stopped but no ugly ass dude I'm just running my game tonight If you wanna be with me Well, we can never fight I'm telling you it's alright If you get on top of this beat Now learn to speak My homie, Mr. No Name Go and reach uh, uh, The movement Poetry yeah. Poetry You can go and reach Go and reach Call the birds and the bees You can uh. go ahead and get it I don't even know if you hit it But this, that ceremony We gon' go ahead and get it Baby, uh. Ceremony, this is a ceremony that we bout to light up Grab the candles, light up We gon' get the night up Green like Thor's hair, my dick gonna get right up yeah. If you worthy, you can call me James Worthy I don't even care if you love me, please me or you hurt me Yeah, baby, yeah, I do this Call me Captain Hook You can go ahead and baby G the judge and grab the book you can call me an asshole, you can call me a rascal, but not Alfalfa and Darla, you can call me an asshole, yeah. Last one. Last one? Right? We gotta do this. All it's right. too fun, you, dog. You, you start this, bro. You start this, this one. a killer. That uh, one was, that last one was jazzy. It had its ups and downs, but when it dropped into that, that yeah, poetic shit, yeah, you got like the melody that. too, I like dog. it. I like it. That was good. Let's, let's go. Let's, last let's one. Let's go, go Captain Carter with this one. What SPCA? the fuck is SPCA? Who cares? That's like the... Calling out Flaming Osis again The guacamole on this is Ooh. extra strong Ooh. I'm super special Cause my penis is called Christian An astronaut for the nights that go too long That's the SPCA A little bit rude today But the acronyms don't really move my way As I try to say that I'm a spitter Cause that's a speeder A spitter who just wanna be fleeker On the beat what I reach This is me That's my specialty To make music and podcasts That get people to read into the lives of Filipinos who do bleed the same type of color blood as everybody else. We're artists. I'm trying to chase that wealth because I want to use my specialization to find another way to build a good vibes nation. I run this yeah, beat. I go. just learn to speak my own wealth into reality because I've been waiting at the dock. Speak it good into existence. Kendrick Lamar told uh. me that's what I good. I got to do when I'm spitting. I pass it off to my homie, no name Rod. He's got uh. some bills to pay. So 
So why don't you just show it off How you make the cat, uh, dog? Yo, Chris said He be doing with the spitting Yo, I'm not Hillary No fucking Bill Clinton And yeah. everybody knows My bills be speaking Cause everybody knows I don't pay my bills From the weekend Nope yeah. I pay everything But every bill Cause I buy shoes Before every meal yeah. Now I'm just playing I ain't on the ignorant shit And everybody knows I'm intricate with it Yeah, I spit these rhymes for free I don't freestyle for shit I freestyle every day It's a bird bag That's it Bird bath Like a bird bath When you take a shower With the bird Like flying high I don't even care The word is bird bath I don't even care If you heard that uh. Yup I so fly And I'm clean Like a bird bath Get it? I'm fly And I'm clean Like a bird bath You don't even know You words math Shit Add the words together This is word math Everybody uh. knows Yeah Get these no Wait Everybody knows I get the words to clash Everybody knows Man I got fucking go ham I'm Gohan I go ham Gohan I'm Gohan I go ham Eradicate But I'm not eradicate From Pokemon I don't even care Bitch You can go ahead And look at me From the hole behind Whoa Oh Hey Oh the beat One more time Eradicate Eradicate Erectile dysfunction I'm just playing What does that mean? It means You just don't get up You don't get it You don't get up You don't get up ahead of me Eradicate Ends with Starts with E And ends with E I don't even care You can go ahead and pop E You can pop E Eradicate It's too close to masturbate That's what's in my head A little bit too great A feeling That's just me You get the feeling That's us just Feeling real good When we masturbate But I estimate That my length Is a little bit too much I'm good at math So I never rush When I measure my stick This is me Giving me what six plus six? Uh, a foot long. I worked at Subway too long. <laughs> Damn, that's me and my long. How about you? Wanna get a new dong? Why don't you go to goodvibrations.com? Cause they sell them toys for the ladies, some toys for the boys. Today is Pride Week, so I want to see you with some joy. <laughs> good stuff, man. Good stuff. That was good. Freestyle sessions always going in. Freestyle. Freestyle sessions, Mr. No Name Raw. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Dog, you know, I like listening to uh, different rappers. And uh, when we were uh, chilling at the FCC and we were analyzing, right? Yeah. Like, you have good wordplay, dog. Your your double rhymes are good. Yeah. Your double rhymes are consistent. Yeah. And then what I notice is that you also are good at kind of diving into a certain topic and finding the other ways to uh like find the wordplay in it yeah right you, you're not worried you like because i get worried about repeating myself yeah but then you're comfortable in like sitting with the phrase uh, over at least two or three lines and then f- letting the meaning develop it's mm-hmm. cool dude yeah. i kind of like built my freestyle like off of um it's funny la rappers i've mm. been watching like dumbfounded i've mm. been watching wax um wax has a podcast yeah yeah wax wax's podcast even before he made all those podcasts i was watching like their freestyle sessions yeah yeah um swim team yeah there's blue and exile i was watching iron solomon swim team isn't around anymore though like they kind of this is way back in the day this is way 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 back in the day yeah like this is when like uh 2009 it was back when um anderson pack was it Anderson? Was Breezy Lovejoy? Love yep. Yeah. Yep. When people hear about the stuff now, like Dumbfounded and Anderson Pack, I've been knowing about them since like 2010. Mm. So it's like I've known, I've been following them their whole career, basically. 
And then like people are like, oh, you're just a bandwagoner because you're they're new. I'm like, they're not new, bro. They're like seven years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, like I've developed my freestyles on like stuff that they do. Because LA rappers, I've noticed, or most of them, not all of them, but like they like to rhyme with multi-syllables. Mm. Like um, there was this freestyle session with the swim team back in like 2012, 2013. Um, uh, this guy named... I forgot if it's Alpha MC. His name's Alpha MC. And it was so cool, like, how he rhymed. Uh, um, I'm a real narrow little fellow with high skill level and jokes like Will Ferrell. You mm. see how, like, all those words are, like, double, like, Internal, syllable? double syllable. Yeah, and it's, Internal. like, it fits yeah. so cool. Like, I wanted to rhyme like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just run, like, cat, hat, bat, set. You know, like, those are too simple. I mm-hmm. want to make that shit pop. Mm-hmm. So I started rhyming double, like, double syllable, like, through every song mm. like i try to do that with every song so i can develop my freestyle a little bit better so i purposely wrote that way to freestyle better mm. where i'm not stuck freestyling like cat bat hat yeah. sat you know things like that like singular mm-hmm. dope and that's a good skill i've been seeing those uh genius breakdowns of songs mm-hmm. where they also color code the mm. rhymes that's pretty dope. Yeah, like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. You're what like, what the fuck? Yeah, this like, guy is doing hella internal rhymes, end of the rhy- end of the line rhymes, yeah. double syllable rhymes. That's what I like, like about the, like his type of artist. Um, his rhymes are so intricate that people like break it down for you. But not only is the rhyme scheme intricate, like cool as fuck, but like the message behind whatever he's yes, saying too. Yes. Like, that's the kind of thing I like to see because it's like you have to really dig deep and understand what he's saying. And it's comprehensive because some people, right, they have the flow. Yeah. They have the, there's a swagger. Yep. They have the rhyme, the content, the message, Mm -hmm. right? But it's very rare that you collectivize all of them. Yeah. Right? And it's a hard skill to be able to develop all that, that what you're saying is worthy to be listened to, is well-structured, yep. and is entertaining. Yeah. Like, that's... That's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Because, like, I remember uh, me and my group and I, um, we were trying to, like, write music together, or we are writing music together, and then there was a song where... Who are you going to shout out? Uh, Mike Villa, Mikey V, and uh, the homie CJ, Christian, oh, Christian Joseph. Christan. Yeah. I met that dude at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> he met Josh at the gym too. I was just like, oh, small world. Like, this is hella funny. Like, you guys know each other from Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Josh goes to Crunch? He went to Crunch. Oh. Like, that's why he's still skinny. As <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> do, 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 Shots fired. Uh, nah, he's... He, honestly, I, I see Josh as like the 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 poster child of a little brother Mm, he's next he's next (laughs) yeah i feel like his he's once he like if you could be if you could be the j mac to him yeah that's that's exactly why like i see him as like my he already has a brother like i'm not gonna burha (laughs) beat but i mean he's been telling me like hey i want to write this like does this sound good like he's been sending me like lyrics and i've been looking it over and i'm like yo i remember when i used to write like this like i want to show him I want to show him my way of writing, but I don't want to take away his creative mm-hmm. ability. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, um, um, not going too far into teaching him my way because everybody can have their own way of learning. Yeah. So I want him to develop his own way of learning, but I kind of want to just guide him be like, hey, this doesn't sound good or you could do this better. Like enabling. Yeah. And the constructive yeah. criticism. Yeah. I want to give him constructive criticism without like forcing him to learn this way. Like, yeah, yeah. that would be dope. That, that, would, that would suck if like 
the only way is to learn one way. Like that's not how it, that's not how it should be. Yeah. Like there's multiple ways to learn something. So I've been trying to like direct him in the correct approach or direct him into like writing better better things, like better lyrics, being more creative when writing it. Not just like I went to the park, I took a shit or something. You know, like not just, just <laughs> not just like solid statements, but like work your make a story around what you what you did. Like I went to the park. Oh, I I you know took a trip by myself. Felt like I didn't have any help, so I went to the park. Something, mm. something, something, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So I've been trying to help him with that. That's good. That's what they say is like you master it when you get to teach it. Yeah. Right. And that'll be dope. I want to ask you, why do you keep on writing? Why do you do all of this? Um, and rap, I, what do you get out of your freestyles and all? I feel like. I have been quiet too long hmm. for my, like, since high school, I was like a definite, like, you could definitely tell I'm like an introverted child. Like, I didn't talk. Like, even at rallies, I wasn't like cheering, like, oh yeah, like my class and stuff. I was just like, kind of like sitting there waiting for it to be over. So you can definitely see, like, I have no interest in like talking to people or being outside and stuff. But that was back in the day. So as I, as I developed like writing, that's how I met more people. Mm. and when i meet more people i learn something different like i learned how to count um like how to how to end your rhyme at a snare to make the rhyme sound like solid mm. and then like kind of build off of that like during like freestyle sessions even though i sucked you know i would listen to people and then i just like introduce myself be like yo how'd you do that and then they they pass out their information so every time that i freestyle with somebody or um or have a session with somebody or people like I learned something different not not specifically saying like oh how do you do this but like when they do something I'm like oh shit I don't know you could do it that way like when when you rhyme you kind of like sing and rhyme mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. I never thought about doing that until I tried it yesterday <laughs> like to be completely honest <laughs> uh -huh. I've heard all your freestyles uh -huh. and like the way you freestyle like you kind of sing freestyle uh -huh, uh -huh. so I'm like I want to try that. Uh -huh. That's why I just did it right now. You sounded good, dude. Yeah, so I was just like... A while ago, it sounded good. Yeah. I was like, yo, we got to stop this podcast and record this, <laughs> chop this beat up and get that rhythm down because that sounded clean, dog. For sure. Yeah, because like, in my head, I was like hesitating. I was like, should I try it? I was like, fuck it. I was like, all right. So I looked at the word and it just did it. But what I get from writing and freestyling and making music is building connections and like a network with like different mm. people. And it turns out, like, every artist that I meet, they're a chill-ass person. Mm. Like, they're no, they're not snobby. They're not, like, they don't look down on you if you don't write that well. They're just cool-ass people. So, like, everybody, every musician that I've met so far has always been, like, a dope person or just, like, even giving me constructive criticism on my own music. So, that's why I keep writing, like, just to have this experience and, like, meet new people. You know, because I think a lot of, especially the good creative ones, good artists like that, yeah. a lot of them also know that they once really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's what keeps it's, it humble, That's real, you know? though, because, like, everybody has to start somewhere. Mm. Like, you can't just start and be freaking good. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you have to start somewhere. And, like, that's how you develop as, a, not even just as a musician, but as a person. You have to learn from experiences. So. Do you see yourself doing this long term? Keeping writing? And music. I, I honestly want to say yes, but like deep down, I know it's it's not long term. Mm -hmm. I know like the hip hop culture will be forever in me, mm -hmm. but making music and doing these things is probably not going to last that long. Like, why do you say that? 
because I want to I want to work at Pixar, man. Like that's my mm. end goal. I'm I'm almost thirty, bro. <laughs> like mm. five more years and I'm thirty. That's like over. That's kind of like adult. Like you should have a family developed by that time. You know what I mean? Like you sh- like it's not like you should have one, but it's usually expected time that you start one. So. Fuck you! I'm 25. <laughs> I'm, we're on the no. same boat. <laughs> no, we don't have to, all bro. All right, all right. No, we don't. All right, all right. I want to say at 30, like... 35, I want to have a family started. Ah, uh, for sure. So that's 10 years from now. So mm. that's not long term. As to like when I left high school, that was 2009. It's been eight years since then. That's almost a decade. Dog, we're the it's, same year, dog. Yeah, it's almost a decade since I've been writing music. Mm. So in another decade from right now, that's when I want to start a family. So I don't even think I'd be doing music anymore. I think you might be one of those fathers who put your kid on oh, hip hop. Hell, hell yeah. yeah, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a guarantee. Every It's funny too, because like when me and my girlfriend go out to places um, and we see like hip hop events and we see like the kids there and then we see like the most into it hip-hop kid like there's a kid like dancing or something like that she's like that's your kid that's your kid and then when i see like a baby like eating i'm like that's your kid (laughs) (laughs) is she into hip-hop too uh not as much as me um i can definitely say that she's slightly into hip-hop but she's more into like um it's it's hard to say because like she's not into the hip-hop culture like the like deep the old hip-hop culture she's more into like whatever is now she's just going with the flow mm. so it's not like she's like a bandwagon or anything she's just kind of like she doesn't really care what happens to hip-hop i guess she just likes the music so yeah yeah there's different music th- does different things to different people different yeah. vibes you know and what's what's cool, cool what i like is when people like different music mm. so i can be a hip-hop head all i want but if i don't listen to anything else that's kind of boring wouldn't you say yeah like if all i listen to is hip-hop it's kind of, it's just a one track, it's a one track mind. I used to have this insecurity that I liked weird music, but then once I realized other people liked it, I was like, yeah, this is good music. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. old rock shit, R&B, like the old, like uh, even musicals and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yo. And then when I listen to it again now, I'm like, huh, there's some good stuff I can sample on here mm-hmm. and flip it. Yep. I have such a long list of like songs to sample or yeah. remix that are in a whole bunch of different freaking genres yeah. and everything. It's crazy when you listen to like different music because it, it gives you a better perspective of like, how was this music made? What inspired them to make this music? And mm. then it kind of like builds your ideas more mm. like, oh shit, they learned it from that. Why can't I learn it from that too? Or something like that. That's what I like about different genres is that you can learn something new. It's not like hip hop is just like literally the culture of hip hop. So you can't really learn that much. I mean, you can learn a lot from hip hop culture in general, but if you only listen to hip hop, then you'll only know what goes on in hip hop. Mm. There's like other things yes, outside yes, of that yes. genre. Yes, you know what yes, I mean? Yes. So not to, not to, not to diss any hip hop heads who only listen to hip hop, but I'm saying like when you broaden your horizon, you can definitely see more. I took a guitar class this semester and I was blown away with the amount of knowledge the teacher had and the different <clears throat> styles that there is in even just using the guitar. And I can see the progression through the blues, through R&B and ah. how all that even builds upon the history of hip hop through yeah. dance. And like you have the old school blues where that's the heart of R&B and mm-hmm. hip hop. Yep. Like, 
it's it's kind of crazy to think that like all these people created so much music but we still we don't really listen to a lot of that now but it's all rooted in such a diverse musical history of people Mm -hmm. struggle people people just like that's that's what they do yeah and that's the soul blues right and it sucks because like that's why there's such a such a separated culture with mainstream hip-hop and like I guess underground hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> the things that people made hip hop like way back in the day when the old hip hop heads like made music, they made music based off of the things that they see. Like, remember in NWA, mm. he's a uh, I can't remember the line exactly, but um, Ice Cube, mm-hmm. he, his son, his character um, was saying like, "This is a reflection of our. It's not what we promote. It's the reflection of our reality." He so said he's like a reporter. Yeah, he's that. he's not he's not glorifying what happens in his society, but he's kind of just narrating what goes on mm. as of right now. That's glorified. People mm. glorify being like on drugs. People glorify like cheating on their girlfriend. People glorify like money and all that shit. Mm. It sounds so <laughs> repetitive when people complain about like the mainstream hip hop now, but if people, if a lot of people say it, then it must be true. I wonder how it can shift though. Like, I um, really wonder if it can shift. I think it can, but I just don't know how. And who's in control, quote unquote. Because you got to say at least those people who are promoting that a lot of it are backed by major studios, mm-hmm. major labels who have the capacity to place these people yeah. into these interviews, uh, get the plays for them, Yeah, right? Back the funding for music videos that go viral. Yeah, like they... Like the companies now, they promote, they promote whatever is popular. Mm. Like <laughs> last year's Double XL uh, freshman class mm. and this year's Double XL freshman class, there was an interview with the the lady who was like the the head leader of the Complex magazine, and she was like, um, "Yeah, our class is is a uh, very diverse. I feel like, you know, we have a lot of talent here." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "For real? Like you got people who sound exactly the same talking mm. about like the same shit." Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that the the things that they talk about now, they're setting the bar even higher about the same shit that if people from the underground t- try to talk against it, it just gets shut down immediately. You know what I mean? So mm, like if you talk you about like sex, drugs, and money, right? Talk about those three things that much and promote it that much, like since way back, it's been getting higher and higher. You know what I mean? It's getting more popular through mainstream, right? So... Anything that you try to say against that, it will kind of just like not even gonna listen. It's to like, it. oh, all right, you woke ass rapper. Yeah, like if exactly. you try to if like tra- address it, yeah. Like, if you all try right. to if you try to address those issues, they kind of just get pushed to the side. Be like, no one wants to hear that because hmm. nobody's into that. Hmm. Like society's been so like conditioned, brainwashed, and conditioned to that, 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 that. That's all they want to hear. Anything else sounds trash. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm a I'm a product of conditioning, man. <laughs> Even my conditioning is conditioned. Remember that? No. That's from I think one of the uh, Black Star albums. Is it? I think yeah. Is it Black Star? The one Most of those. Talib. Yeah, uh, one. It's one of those skits in between 
um, pieces. Oh, damn. I think it's one of those albums where where it was one of, and then he's like, man, you just know, man, I just, it's just my conditioning. <laughs> it's conditioned, man. <laughs> you're so conditioned that you don't even know your condition, man. <laughs> and it's, it's making fun of it, but it's, it's real. It's real. Yeah, there's that's, truth to that. It's like a rhetoric. Or let me do. Let me do a transition. Um, could I have you perform your second piece? Yeah. Because I'm gonna put on the beat, but I'm also once I put it on, I'm gonna go change my shirt real quick because <laughs> it's I'm sweaty. <laughs> See, I, I didn't want to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's cold and it's hot. I don't get my freak. My body with weather is not the most. I'm just made for the island weather. This daily city fog hey, and shit. You're you're out in Yo, like five days, man. Like I know, but. I mean, you're conditioned for this. <laughs> you're yeah. native Daily yeah. City. You're born here. I, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> you're born in the sun. I was born could in you, the fog. Could you tell me a little bit uh, what this super mo- uh, what this piece is? Uh, this one is called uh, TTFN. So anybody who watched Winnie the Pooh when they were kids, uh, TTFN, Tata for now. So it's not. Yeah, it's not like a goodbye song. It's more like a see you later type of song. Why is that what they say in Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Tigger. Oh, ta like, for now. TTFN, ta ta for now. <laughs> really? Yeah. I never. Oh. Look, pull it up later or like look at it when you're changing your shirt and yeah, then let yeah. me know if you see it. Here, here, here. All right. Super Mario World. All right. So this is a, uh, yeah, TTFN. <laughs> Since we spoke last How's the fam? Who you talk to from my old class? I ain't conversed in a minute It's been years since we kicked it I heard blah blah got locked up And so-so got children Yeah, time flies, don't it? I'm just alive for the moment But it feels like the inside of a donut I miss my brothers, sisters, cousins, and best friends Honestly, we grew apart like split ends Damn, I had to pause for a second Crazy how people we knew became strangers from an alternate dimension Y'all were fam, but even fam had heartless intentions And those who walk the path with us are going opposite directions Responsibilities happen when life takes a hold A world switches when we burn bridges to pave the road It sucks when you gotta break a bond to break the mold But sometimes it's the way it goes Hey yo, do your thing, I wish you all well Goodbye, so long and farewell I said, do your thing, I wish you all well Goodbye, so long and farewell TTFN, ta-ta for now Don't know where you have been, but I'll see y'all around I'll see y'all again, even if it ain't now It sucks to say goodbye, cause I never know how Peace Hey, that was clean <laughs> Ta-ta for now Come on, end it with a freestyle uh, Ta-ta for now Ta-ta for now I see your ta-tas for now <laughs> Let me see them ta-tas, my baby I just wanna make you a mama, your lady Looking like a Latina Baby making is what you're made for uh, That's a little bit sexist But I do not wanna mess up my text Tonight I'm just sending you a good vibe A good night with a little kissy emoji That's right With the eggplant as well And the cream shooting on out This is me giving you a shout out What I'm all about Is me giving you a piece of my mouth ah, A little bit of that 
Tata for now, Tata for now. Girl, let me see them tatas for now, tatas for now, tatas for now. Girl, let me see them motherfucking tatas for now, tatas, tatas. Your breasts, I don't even care. You can go ahead and text this, yeah. Girl, you nexus, you next up, cause your breasts be big as fucking Texas, yeah. And every time I see them. Man, I swear it's like lions fighting in the motherfucking coliseum Cause when I see them, man, I'll not be breathing I'll be dying every time I see them, man, you can call the evening Oh, Woo, fire, <laughs> dog Freestyling all day All day, there's something <laughs> dope about freestyling It's almost like you're searching for something You're just like, where, where is it? And boom, oh, there, there it is, dope, here's there something is. dope there And then is. it's gone, you're like, oh fuck Alright, what's the next one, what's uh -huh. the next one? It's a constant search, discovery But you can't just jive off your discoveries yeah. You gotta let it go too yep. And you're like, alright, what's the next one? It's uh -huh. a constant work and improvement And yeah. many kind of like accomplishments And then yeah. next, Yeah. right? They're like small wins every line. Yeah. Every line is a small yeah. victory. And I used to be like the person who would like harbor that uh that cool ass punchline until like the perfect the like the last line. Mm. And then doing that, it's kind it kind of just like made me forget what else I was gonna say. So like everything I was supposed to build that punchline off of, I forgot. And the only thing I remember was that punchline. So when you keep that punchline in your memory bank you you kind of just mess up your own freestyle mm. because you're saving like the best for last but mm. the best never is the best okay the best can always be outdone and always uh, will be outdone a little five minute 101s what are some of the lessons for the freestyle the do nots the, the do do's not. right that's one do not do not do not harbor the punchline say whatever you feel mm. say everything and anything because a freestyle is a freestyle it's not a written thing. It's not a judge thing. It's not based on score. It's literally whatever the fuck you want to say. Mm. One do not from mine is I remember I would always try to focus on getting the like snaps from other people that it kind of like I know we're doing it to have fun too, but I think there's a balance between performance for other people and trying to get the reaction mm -hmm. and also doing it for yourself and having mm. fun. Yeah. Because there's a there's a there's a line because we do it in a cipher and of course there is like it's fun to vibe with people. But when you do it too much that you're it only roots. doing that nothing your brain just yep. but when you i notice when you have the fun for yourself mm -hmm. and then you work on that plus the skills the group like benefits and has fun yeah because uh what from what i remember hearing like watching old interviews and stuff from old mcs is hip-hop is a um competitive culture mm. people try to outdo that's why when rap beef happens people want to see the outcome because mm -hmm. they want to see the top like they mm -hmm. want to see somebody out outshine one another they mm -hmm. want to see somebody like um spit the dopest line you know like when nas made ether against mm -hmm. jay-z yeah. or when <laughs> that was I a killer guess, though it <laughs> was a killer when drake made uh charged up or back to back against Meek mill you know mm -hmm. like they want to see that that altercation happened to see who's get, who's going to be like the top dog in that situation so i think it's cool that it's a competitive thing but you can also have fun with it mm -hmm. it's like a friendly competition yes so like yes. me and you rapping personally i don't like when people steal the the limelight so i try to like okay what can i say what can i play off of what he said or what can i say like more intricate how can i make my rhymes sound a little bit better so that's just me personally it's like if 
if somebody gets a reaction, I want to get one too. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So that's, that's just me. Like I like going up against that because it's all fun at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So no matter what you do, like in that freestyle, as long as you're not like attacking somebody, like it's cool. It's almost like martial arts sparring. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, you're training. In a sense. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you're like, eh. yeah, you're still cool. Like that, yeah. You yeah. were just trying to go hard on yeah, each other. Like yeah, you just yeah. wanted to make sure that each of you are at a certain level. Yeah. Like you're not evened out, but you're constantly like going back and forth one level and the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I like being inspired by people's skill. Like fuck. Yeah. When, when I get those like moments, like oh, like I'm like oh, how do I do that? Yeah. Like, that. like those moments, like when I perform. Like I remember, I did a show with uh, my group, band music, CJ and uh, Mikey V. And there was this random ass black dude in the crowd. Like after I did my uh, Rico remix, that whole song, um, he just went up to me. He's like, yo, what is your name, man? And I was like, oh, it's Mr. No Name Why. He's like, yo, give me your number right now. I was like, oh, shit. Like his energy was like, he's going to fuck me up. But what he was actually talking to me about was like, yo, I want to put you on at this club that I promote. Like, your energy like everything that you said i definitely guarantee they'll go fucking crazy over there mm. like i want you to perform there this and that and like those moments for me are kind of like what inspired me to write more mm. like l- lyric wise like make my bar sound better because mm. like nowadays i kind of just hear like a trap beat and then there's a melody with like mumble yeah, rap i yeah, guess uh, like yeah 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 viagra they'll just say the 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 brand names of the drugs <laughs> Zannies, yeah. <laughs> so like when you rap like that way it just kind of like people are just vibing to the beat they don't actually mm-hmm. like hear what you're saying because i'm listening to what you're saying and what you're saying isn't like much you know so like when i hear like people with write like real lyrics with like real lyricism like that's what catches my attention i'm like damn that was crazy. I got to write something way better than that. Mm. So like when that guy was listening to my lyrics, I was like, okay, that's what I write for. Like mm. I write for people who actually like list, take the time to listen mm. and like repeat it back to me and say like, hey, you could have done this. Hey, that sounded good. Yo, that was amazing. This and that. And I'm like, okay, that's why like lyricism is important to me too. Mm. I want to get the folks who can fuse those together, the lyricism with that, I call the swag rap. Yeah, you can. That's not hard. And I know there are, but I haven't been seeing them pop off yet. Me neither. I can't honestly say that I've seen too many. Um, and it's, I don't, it's, I don't want to say it's sad. It's, it's like um, you're, you're doing a disservice to yourself when you kind of have to dumb down your own lyrics. And lightweight, not lightweight, but like medium weight disservice to others, dog. Yeah. Because like... I, I'm gonna shout him out, but oh, I'm oh. I'm not I'm not dissing on you, bro. Oh, I love oh, you. Oh, oh. But my little cousin, he's not little, he's taller than me now uh-huh. too, but he's all up on the SoundCloud. All up on the SoundCloud rap. And a part of me is like, dope, he's on hip hop and like he really has been deep and even analyzing which one is the best Kanye West album, even years ago. Yeah. But all the shit that he be posting now, the XXX Temptation and all Temptation. that shit, like Bro, we were just chilling in the car and I was listening. I was like, Zanny's, uh, yeah, popping on the Zanny, yeah. Uh. I'm like, dog, are you really fucking gonna vibe off popping off Zanny's? And you're barely I, conscious when you're on Zanny. Yeah. I mean, on any drugs, if anything. So, like, yeah, you know what but, I mean? but 
on another level, I understand a larger culture that encourages that yeah. or other reasons why that is something relatable, right? Because mm-hmm. what else is being pushed out? Taylor Swift? Fuck that, yeah, right? Like, exactly. there, what is the relatable one? But it's just hard that to see that there are no like empowering lyrically and culturally even mentally that is on the, being pushed out that yeah. is on the like forefront of the music that is being put on and that's exactly what i was saying you remember the sex mm. drugs and mm. money mm-hmm. when it's up here everything else pushed to the side that is exactly what i was saying and you got to go hunting for that yeah like you, you really have to in a figurative sense, you have to dig through the crates. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, search who you the gotta real dig lyricists... through the scrolling. Like, who are the real artists who are spitting, like, real lyrics nowadays? Like, and it's it's cool because, like, some people confuse them well together. Like, uh, there's this dude, Mindful MC. Mindful MC. Yeah, Mindful right. MC. We'll do some shout-outs. Give yeah, me some shout-outs to folks. Mindful MC, he did, a, he did a remix to Mask Off. Hmm. And Mask Off is a future beat. Like, you know, Mask Off, fucking Mask Off. He was going in on that, and then I saw on his Instagram he got he got uh, called in for an audition for Team Backpack. You know mm. what I mean? So like that's yo Team Backpack's on it. Though. I honestly wanted to be on Team Backpack. Team Backpack is on it. Yeah. Dog, you can still do it. I could, but like I don't know. Uh, like <laughs> I'm kind of like intimidated by all the talent around too, there. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck. I don't know what to do. It's deep. Dog. It's crazy. Like I've been it's- following for a while. Yeah, they're legit. Like with the lyricism, <laughs> with the lyricism, they yep. they put people on that yes. do it right. Yes, and like Ruby Barra. Yeah, yeah. I, it's so funny. I did a song with her back in 2011. Yeah, the song on my mixtape is called "The uh, Last Day of Summer," and then she was on it, and John Cruz. He was also on it. The guy that you met at um, oh at I, Oh yeah. yeah, was he singing? Yeah, he was. Oh. The, he was the one on the hook. Dope um and it was funny because like when i was writing my verse and after i recorded my verse i was i was texting ruby i was like hey what do you think about like making this song longer like how about we do it this way and then like this way and i was like i'll write my lyrics and then send me your lyrics and i'll I'll let you know if it sounds cool or not you know like i was trying to sound like i I knew my shit not knowing that she was already like a famous like youtube like rapper at the time i was like fuck what did i just do i just (laughs) shot my own foot with that No, I fucked it up. <laughs> I fucked up. Hey, she's killing it, dog. She she's is. She is. It now. Yeah, she is. She just had a show in Santa Cruz, I think. I think um, so, but I know she had a she had a mixtape like hosted by uh, I think it was DJ K Slay. I think I listened mistake. to that, and she's working on an album yeah. set to release soon. Yeah, and oh. she was on the Team Backpack Cybers. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's she crazy. represented. She did. She's going in too. <laughs> yeah, and man, dog, I don't think you should be intimidated. You have skill. Yeah, you but gotta she, push, yeah. man. I think you can. It's, it'll be dope to see you up there. It would be cool to be on there. We need to see more Filipinos. I ain't seeing yeah. that much up on there. Yeah. Uh, I know one. Uh, he's part. I don't. I think he's part, or at least he grew up in Guam. Meta. He goes by Meta, Meta Sarmiento. I think he's a teacher in Guam, but he did uh, team backpack down in L.A. like a year ago. Oh shit! Um, but we need more Filipinos up there. Knowing <laughs> the amount of talent that I see yeah. around, yeah. like we need more folks go like being pushed up on that. The only people I remember is Ruby Abara and PMAC. PMAC. PMAC's video got taken down though. Oh. This is a while. This is like 2011. Like, I don't know what happened to that video. Do you know Deep Pride? Well, he goes by oh, Pride yeah, now. Yeah, Deep- he was on Team Backpack. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's from Canada, though. Yeah, yeah. but he's Fili- culturally Filipino, ethnically yeah. Filipino. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he rolls with a crew that's yeah. more... He's that's pretty very, good. He's... Dog, like- his music recently, yeah. it's got that bounce. Yeah. He has a good working crew. It seems it's all done internally, where he is the producer in there, videographer, the... I think the manager of his tour and everything is his brother. Really? And yeah, they do consistent videos, Dang. some clean edits and everything. And Dang. he's not as I remember when he was coming up on YouTube, it was very deep lyrical. He was just rap, 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 rap. Now he has a little bit more of that swag, yeah, yeah. balance, and everything. It's yeah. not deep rap anymore, yeah. but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's he's definitely got that swag. I think um, it's cool to see like artists like go from like their beginning stage to like where they are right now. Yeah, because like I've watched like a few artists and like they've changed significantly, but like it's like kind of like a good. It, they've gone with the cultural change but they haven't followed like mainstream um mainstream styles mm. like it's not mumble rap or anything they still yeah. got their lyric abilities but their beat selections have changed yeah like, yeah you know stuff like that it transitions I, yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the evolution of music <laughs> yeah i mean slight evolution <laughs> okay let me ask you though we've been on this music tip but you told me that you don't see yourself necessarily like 10 years from now still pursuing it deeply right mm-hmm. but you still have your connection what do you see yourself you mentioned pixar yeah but what is that long-term vision where are you going um i honestly want to be a character designer mm. for pixar or any i mean i want to start somewhere not it doesn't even have to be pixar like uh i'm interning i'm an intern right now at zynga uh-huh. so farmville and all that stuff yeah and i i look at all the teams with like this art equipment and i'm like yo that looks so dope like i just want to sit with them and just draw with them but my job entitles me to work on computers and yeah stuff. yeah but it's it's just cool because it's like i'm in that environment where i get kind of like the best of both worlds like the career path that i'm currently on which is like it and then the career path i want to see myself later on which is art Mm. so it's like i kind of get the best of both worlds in your that. foot is in the door yeah so you can yeah. see the progression that you yeah could definitely get into. and then um so I, I wanted to be a character designer just because like um i think when i was like from nine years old to like 12 i would watch like pokemon i would ah, watch courage the cowardly dog misty though bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah jesse bro jesse <laughs> I'm faithful to Misty. <laughs> yeah, Misty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, Brock, get her. You look like me. Come on, man. <laughs> Chicky dark motherfucker, get Misty, bro. <laughs> the only dark guy on the show with his I eyes closed. <laughs> That's so shady. Um, well, uh, shit. You said courage, a cowardly dog. Yeah, yeah. that okay. was Cur- scary, kind of. Yeah. So things like those types of shows that gets my ideas going. I would just draw like random stuff like Digimon, for example. Mm. They had Digimon monsters. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to draw my own in hopes that they'll take my ideas. And then I remember there was like this this contest where they they had like an art thing for, I forgot if it was like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network or WB. They had a contest where you draw something and then you submit it and then it could potentially be like a character or Mm. something like that. So I was just like, sending like hell of pictures oh like yeah random yeah random pictures like that i drew i'm like all right i'll send this one i'll send this one i'll send this one so was this for digimon i forgot i it was like when i was like nine uh. like nine or ten but it was like for either wb cartoon network nickelodeon or um st- any Something. show with those yeah, things yeah. yeah so i was just drawing for those so like um if 
if my idea sparks, I just draw random stuff based on like what I think. And then it becomes like an anime cartoon character, a monster. Like I can't draw people. Like real people, like real life drawing, I can't draw. Cartoons, I'm I'm good. Oh yeah? Yeah. yeah. I can't oh. draw like real people. Um that's like my weakness. Dope. So it's interesting to hear like your deep like love for hip hop and rap and poetry, but also this deep um desire to pursue art mm-hmm. and drawing in the long run. Yeah, because like I don't think no matter how long I have not drawn, I, I think this is the longest year I've gone without drawing anything. Mm-hmm. It's been like almost a year and a half. Um like I still pick up the pen, it still feels like the first time. Tell me about this experience at the year up. From what um, Josh told me, right, the purpose, and we looked on the website, we watched that introductory (laughs) video in case, right? It's to bridge the gap of people of color, youth, and the tech industry Mm -hmm. where there's a lot of openings, but there's a low representation of people of color in the industry. Mm -hmm. And then so they train you for a year, is that right? Yeah, they train you for about six months or Mm -hmm. five months, which is called the learning and development phase. So back in September um it was from september till the end of january and what they teach you is like business etiquette how to properly um write a uh write a business plan um so there's three mods there's mod one two and three so mod one you're learning literally like basic stuff like how to write an email Mm. how to set up rules for an email um proper um proper structure on an email like things like like greetings and stuff um there's classes like business communications um uh it's called cedar but i forgot the actual like acronym for it and then there's your tech class Mm. so cedar would teach you like soft skills like how to properly shake a hand or um like the culture that will make you like how to handle yourself in in the the culture of like business and professional professionalism yeah and then uh business communications would be literally communications in business like emails um how to speak to an audience or um things like that and then the tech classes would teach you whatever track you choose they'll teach you things based on your track like it cybersecurity, quality assurance um project management or project coordination and i forgot the last one um what did you do uh it Mm. yeah and then you've been at zynga is it zynga yeah zynga zynga since february so from february to the end of july is my internship ah how do you like it um it's cool uh i like the fast pace uh fast pace work because it gets it makes the day go by way quicker Mm. um i like that i'm working at a video game company that's not really like a video game but it's like a mobile game company yeah just the fact that um it's not really like you know sit up straight you gotta properly type this email and stuff like that it's very lax compared to a lot of companies is that whole building i've been by it like that brick building Mm -hmm. is that the whole building zynga no no that's a quarter of it what wait what it's a quarter of it no, so wait, it's a quarter of what Zynga has. But I'm I'm saying that whole building oh, yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. Zynga's. Yeah. Damn. Well, not necessarily because I heard somebody is... Because bu- um, that building is split into like four sections. So we're literally this one corner of it. The other mm. three sections, I think they got bought out by different companies. Mm. So Zynga owns this half, but 
the other three sides is the other companies own. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they have different campuses. Different yeah areas, and then there's like spaces. one area in the middle it's pretty it's so dope like it's like a relaxed area it has like basketball it has like arcades it has like damn yeah it has like a hammocks like shit like that yeah that's like that tech sector work life uh balance yeah like google life and shit they want you to have like a good balance from work and like personal health or personal care mm-hmm. so that's why like they have like all those video games they have like resting spots and stuff because they want you to have a good balance between like home and work life Mm. so dope i want to (laughs) ask to transition to the certain topics that i'd like to ask Mm -hmm. right since this is kuya chris and friends (laughs) filipino american experience um what did you answer on the uh my little research what do you identify yourself as filipino american filipino american um I just like to ask this because you grew up here in Pinoy mm-hmm. Capital, yep. right? Daily City. Mm-hmm. Did you like grow up with Filipino culture or? Yes like, and no. Hmm. Um, like? Yes, because um, a lot of the culture would show when we're at like family parties and stuff. So only during family parties is when my family would like show a lot of their Filipino culture and like their pride with it. But then when it came to like home life when it's just me and like my mom my grandma my dad it would kind of just be like they talk to me in english mm. so they weren't like too keen on teaching me like filipino ways mm-hmm. that and i was kind of like a stubborn like little kid like i didn't want to do certain things with them i didn't want to eat certain things so it was like me being picky at that young it kind of like strayed me away from the culture too mm. and the fact that when my parents would fight and stuff like that they would fight in Tagalog, so I wouldn't understand what they're saying. Oh, shit. So, they didn't teach me Tagalog on purpose. Oh, shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. So, and then as the years went on, like, I just did not find an interest to learn. Mm. So, that kind of just, like... I get that, distanced a Yeah, bit. it just distanced me completely from, like, the culture I'm supposed to learn and my life that I was living. But why do you still consider yourself Filipino-American? Just because I'm full Filipino, full-blooded. Like both my parents are Filipino. I mean, I don't, um, I don't discredit any Filipinos out there. Like, there's a lot of Filipinos who I hear get like discriminated for being like fobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really see that. Like, I don't, I don't really care as long as you're a good person. I really don't give a shit. Mm. Well, from what I heard is <laughs> that in the '90s it was like legit bad in the Mission area and Jefferson High School area. Yeah, like the Phil, and that's where I live. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah, where- up the top of the hill. But why did you go to Oceana? My mom wanted me to go there. My oh. sister went to Westmore. Oh, my really? Mom, my mom knew that Jefferson High School wasn't a good was place bad. to go. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of Phil-born and American-born Filipino-on-Filipino shit mm-hmm. like going on. That's yep. fucked up. Yep. And like- then during summer school, I went to summer school there back in like 06 in Jefferson. And yo, there was like fucking fights between both Filipinos because... Like, the Filipinos who grew up in Daly City and stuff, like, they would act, like, hella hard towards, like, the people who came here from the Philippines. They're like, yo, you're such a fob, like, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, bro, you're both Filipino, though. Like, yeah. what's the problem? Yeah. And it's like, it, it's just weird to me that you get discriminated by how you speak. Because mm. people speak differently, but why would you, what, what makes you get mad off of that? Do you, is your sister older or younger than you? Older. Older. Mm-hmm. Is it just the two of you? Yeah. 
Ah, so you're Bunsop, bro. <laughs> your youngest, <laughs> yep. man. Yeah. Youngest are the most creative. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say that, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, you hear that, Ate? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more creative than you, Ate and Kuya. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, and what's this, I was going to say in Westmore, actually, because I just helped there last year, they still have kind of like remnants of that. They even have what they call a fob hallway like a fob hallway. yeah i was like what the fuck y'all still go through this shit now Damn. like and they were like yeah people just know it as a fob hallway where a lot of the recently arrived filipinos yeah hang out quote unquote and that's other people call it the fob hallway that's kind of fucked up it's hella fucked up that's pretty fucked up <laughs> yeah like. As, and especially that being like the one of the highest concentration of Filipinos in a high school in the whole whole U.S. Westmore is like 30 plus percent, I think. Really? Yeah, Filipino. And then the others, Jefferson has gone down and South City and stuff. Westmore is still the highest in concentration. Um, But what they ended up doing, the class that I helped assist with, they ended up like flipping it. They made like a, a wall mural in a hallway of like fresh off the, and then they had a boat there, but they used other words of like perseverance, kapwa, like legacy and all that and That's put dope. their stories and then had a little art mural like expressing of like why this mural was created in response to like this idea of fresh off the boat mm. and then being just like called that yeah. right and separating ourselves it's the same as that whole black on black crime or now it's just brown on brown dissing each other because you're not as assimilated yeah or you're not as like or on the other side you're not as filipino yeah right yeah i've i've seen both sides of that spectrum it's like you get knocked if you're too filipino or you get knocked if you're not filipino enough yeah so like I, I, I'm literally in in the middle of that spectrum. Like, fuck, yeah. am I? What do I do? Like, I kind of, I want to be interested, but like every time that I've been trying to engage in the culture, I always get shut down. Oh, like, yo, you don't understand this? Nah, fuck you. You don't, you don't belong. You know what I've noticed, and I got an idea, is that this happens more here because there's so many Filipinos. Yeah, that you don't really experience that much outside discrimination. But if mm. you go to areas that are not as diverse, yeah. when you go Midwest, you'll be like, where's the Filipinos? Yep. Fuck it, you're born here? Fuck it, we're the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just came here? We're yep. the same, man. Yep. You all just, because you have this That's outside shit, pressure. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, where's all, where Where are you? Like that, we're, we're, let's get in this together. <laughs> Everyone else doesn't like us here. Yeah. But because of the high numbers here, in daily city you're able to kind of congregate in your own little sub spheres yeah and like oh yeah we're the we're the american oh we're the philborn yeah like it it sucks too because like a lot of people say like um if people talk about like filipino stuff like like if i'm listening to people talk about like uh, about engaging in filipino stuff they're like nah that's not i'm not fucking with that you know what i mean what do you mean like like um Let's see. Um, when you PCN, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. PCN, yeah. I was asked. There was some people. I forgot where I was, but they were asking if they're going to Skylines PCN, and they're like, "Nah, we're not gonna go to that. Like, why would we go to Filipino culture? Like, it sounds hella whack." 
Really? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's engaged. Like, you you don't want to get engaged in like the stories of like yeah. Filipino culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been to Dominican University. Shout out Dominican University. Dominican. I've been out to Dominican University's PCN every year. Yeah. Because my girlfriend was in their uh, Cup of Millie Club. Oh yeah, did yeah. she perform PCN too? Yeah, she was in oh, it. Dope. I think she was in it for like three years. No. Yeah, so I've watched every PCN that they've had since since I've been going there to watch my girlfriend and it's it's pretty crazy how like how deep those stories get and like yeah. how how they tell this story too because they're all real stories yeah and it's just engaging to me when i hear those things and then hearing people knock like knock it down i'm like damn like you didn't you, like you don't understand like the story behind the pcn mm. they're just looking at it as pcn as a filipino thing that happens yeah so they're like ah oh, that's I don't want to watch that. There's enough Filipino shit going around here. You know what I mean? Mm, Like they see it too much. Like they don't want to look at it again, but it's not, I don't think it's like that. I'm not engaged in the Filipino community like that as much as I should be, but I don't, I don't knock it either. You know what I've recently been thinking? And the reason why I was like, no, dog, go on Team Backpack is because there's also kind of structural limitations in the results of where we have a lot of success, like talented Filipinos in arts who can sing, who can rap, who can dance, who can do all the shit, but no one making a living out of it. Yeah. Like, who do you see Filipino? The biggest is Jasmine Trias, who was an American idol. Yep. And then other than that, where are y'all pussycat dolls who's half Bruno <laughs> Mars, who's part, okay, he's probably, yeah. but he's not culturally yeah. repping Filipino hard, yeah. right? He sometimes wears like a, like oh, with the, um the colors of the flag on his yeah, shirt yeah. and shit but it's and he's half like where else is there an industry that filipinos thrive other than nurses right we're yeah. just funneled into this industry saying hey y'all go into healthcare, yeah. be a pt be a nurse but i want to see more filipino-american artists who can rock this yeah. and who can make a living out of it yeah because there's such a lack of it yeah and kids who have that kind of predisposition towards it they're just like oh okay that's good for for a talent show that's good for the filipino-american history month yeah right but other than that go to school and i think culturally like nobody like nobody accepts filipino artists in the mainstream if that makes sense because like i haven't seen i've seen a lot of filipino artists from here the bay area right Hmm. But I've never seen anybody like attempt to go that far. From what I think, maybe it's because they think that they know a lot of people won't rock with them. Hmm. Like for me, I'll push as hard as I can. But if nobody's backing with me, then why would I keep pushing? Hmm. You know, that makes sense. Like if they already know that they're, they themselves are not going to get that far. Like why, why try to go that far? What do you mean they themselves? Like b- because of a lack of support from hmm. who? From From anyone. Like, I don't know if, uh, like, Asian musicians or just a- Asian artists in general. Like, for example, um, Dumbfounded made a song about the Grammys not having a lot of Asian actors represented. Mm-hmm. Or Asian men in general mm-hmm. get, like... Um, Good roles. Mm, or- opposite. They, they don't get put in any roles. Any roles. Even. Like, yeah. he, he made a song called Safe, which basically talks about... Asian men in in the entertainment industry. And literally the first line he said in that song was, uh, the other night I watched the Oscars and the rosters of the only yellow men were all statues. So that's a double entendre. Meaning... Oh, shit, yeah. The yellow the yellow men are the, gra- the actual Grammy Awards and they're statues. 
the second side to that is the yellow men are Asian actors or Asian, Asian, um, actors in general and their statues, they're not moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. in the enter- entertainment aspect, as far as like acting, they're not supported. Like Aloha. Yeah. Um, Emma Stone. Yeah. That's a movie where it's supposed to be, you know, Hawaiians. Yeah. Yeah. They're represented by white people. Yeah. The last samurai. Yeah. Represented by who? A white person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no Asian uh, demographic that's being backed into this enter- entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. That's why I think like a lot of Asian musicians, Asian entertainers, they don't want to go full throttle in this because they know they're not supported. You know what, though? A lot of Asian women are supported when they are placed into subservient roles mm-hmm. of being the love interest. I remember your podcast. I watched, I watched, <laughs> I watched it. Yeah. Fuck it. I just think of every goddamn James Bond movie yes. and all the damn yes. Asian women he hooks up yes. with. And there ain't no like Filipino that can rock it. Honestly, because like, that's, that's, that's an American fetish now. Yeah. Like you, you don't see anything except for an Asian woman and a white guy. I just I just read this thing. It was shout out to this website nextshark.com. Next they write articles a lot of it pretty critical but also very like I don't know if it's backed by an Asian like group or anything but a lot that talk about Asian American issues and there's this one guy who recently drove through the a, a protest or demonstration in san francisco i believe but on a motorcycle and he was a um he has an asian wife and he goes i'm married a slant-eyed woman something where it doesn't make me racist i was like what, what the, the fuck okay and then like somebody made a point um where like there's also in a lot of Asian cultures, once you go back there, like they called it uh, Anglophilia, what where you like the Anglo Saxons, where uh, being white, being Eurocentric, having those features is glamorized and glorified. It is. So, a lot of Asian people, a lot of Asian women look at the white man as a prize. Like, hey, oh, uh, if I'm marry a white man, it makes my life better yeah. like that. That's a status symbol in a way. And that allows the exploitation of a lot of Asian women once you go there, mm-hmm. right? And that's why uh, like you go to Thailand with the red light district. It's all Asian. I mean, it's all white, old white men, yep. right? Because A, they have the money, but also culturally that's one aspect that plays into that yep and he come here and on tv the best that we got is the guy in star trek all right i don't even know his name star i forgot trek? the asian guy there's an asian guy in star trek that's one of the uh, bigger the roles same guy from hilden kumar yes 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 <laughs> harold harold right yeah harold man you went from uh, harold and kumar to star trek this guy yeah. though i'm gonna give him my snaps yeah, i yeah. forget his name I sorry his name dude too. Man. but he's he's doing his work and yeah. there are some like eddie huang right doing fresh off the boat yeah that's the shows, tv yeah that that's good. and then there's there's another series coming out um something about rich asians crazy rich asians i don't know what it's about but maybe it it's, might be about crazy rich asians or something hey maybe yeah maybe Just, it, i mean it's off the top of my head yeah that uh, maybe that's yeah. deep i think <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're not crazy oh. maybe they're just rich or maybe 
that is the criticism that is put upon them so they're trying to switch it oh dang that's deep uh, maybe they're not even asian <laughs> <laughs> they're just rich <laughs> starring emma stone <laughs> <laughs> oh, starring emma stone tom hanks <laughs> crazy asians. crazy asians all right <laughs> to start closing um i want to ask um my three pieces of advice for your younger self all right Ooh. but why don't we do it over a beat Let's go oh shit oh, this is the this is the <laughs> deepest with the freestyles man i'm digging Damn. this all right i'm gonna go up man, i have just, some old just three. school i might go fucking you like just go in man right. go in the first beat will be all you uh because i have to use the restroom <laughs> <laughs> all right but i'll jump in later but once you get your three, oh, how about this? We'll structure it where you do it over the beat. You can let it flow. And then after, we'll do a summary, right? Just recollect it <laughs> and refocus. Because sometimes people might not be able to catch the message in the beat. Sometimes it takes listening, you know? Damn, right? honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to comprehend what I'm saying until I listen to myself. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Let's, this is so, E.T. This is called so am I Am I just saying random stuff on this one? Or do you want me to actually start saying stuff? Are you regular freestyle, or do you want me to start saying advice on this? Start with a regular, and then start saying advice. Okay, all right. I'll wait till you get back to start saying advice. Okay. I'll start freestyling okay. right now. Okay. okay. Deepest styles flow within me. I don't even care, man. I flow like the open seas. I flow like your ovaries and your bitches' ovaries. You can oversee me, but you cannot oversee this. Everybody knows I'm a genius. Everybody knows I get brain like your girl on my penis. But nope, I don't even say that though. Man, I s- take the mask off like the future flow. But the future told, the future beholds. Everything that I said is a future untold. Yup. No name in the building with this conscience I don't even care if you got this I'm a monster, I'm a monstrous being Everybody knows I hurt your feelings Everybody knows I be in the building Yeah, I be in the building And every time you stare You can stare but I'm not there I'm disappearing till your eyesight Everybody knows no name is in the limelight Mr. Kuya Chris is back in the building Now I'm about to tell myself these real things yeah, what would I tell myself at 15? Man, you better get your shit together and make that shit clean. You better not be the little kid losing himself. And everybody knows you need help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I don't even care if you got a mask on yourself. But don't hide the real man behind all the wealth. And everybody knows you always be the human being behind the stealth. And every time you stealth and attack, you better have your own freaking back. You should have your back like chiropractic doctors Everybody know you a monster But don't be the monster Hiding under bed or the closets Man, you gotta know that you got this Always be honest, always be real And every time you gotta feel Just fucking feel it Don't matter what they tell you You don't even care You don't have to be the fakest dude in the hell too I don't even know, man, I can't help you But you gotta be the one to help yourself up, dude Help yourself up don't use a crust to get a leg up You can go ahead and catch a hiccup But you don't have to let that shit 
Make you a downfall I don't even care if you catch a ground ball You can go ahead and repeat it like it's groundhog But no, you can do this shit every day Man, do this shit every day But just on delay Move fast, move your feet Lift up your knees Every time you do this shit Don't think it's fucking with ease Man, do this shit with ease But always spit this shit so clean Just like Febreze Yup just like Febreze, son. Yeah. Spray that champagne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got two more beats. Right. I think the, these are less less uh, classic hip hop, more like this new vibey shit. Ooh. But shout out to Jenny. Ooh. She's from the. I think she was in the East Bay. She was doing music a lot uh, with this guy named Adrian Pearl. Adrian Pearl. Yeah, Pearl. Yeah. But she hasn't released stuff recently. Uh, I think he's a filmmaker now. I don't really? know if he's still making music, but I know he's done like. Uh, projects for like I am Sue, like oh yeah, music. yeah, shit, he's good. Yeah, he I had like good him. work. He used to do open mics a lot here in Davie yeah, City. I know, I've seen, hey. him. I've seen him. Now one rip time. it, rip it, ripping it good, ripping it, ripping it hood. I don't even know if he ripping it good. Go ahead, do this shit real good. I don't even know, man. Uh, what am I saying to myself? What should I say to myself? Um, sixteen year old me, don't think that shit is too easy. Spit this shit. But this is spit this shit breezy I don't even care if you need me You don't even care if you need you Just have everybody, everybody's back You don't even need you Yeah, do this shit too easy Do this shit so breezy Why am I repeating myself And everybody knows that I'm shit too bleasy Oh shit, what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying Fuck, feel like I'm like Gohan Going Super Saiyan Yeah Respect your mom, respect your dad And everything you had Don't let everything go bad Make sure you wrap shit up like Vlad Yup like a glad bag I don't even care But I'm like Baghdad I don't even know man Fucking go ham Shit What am I gonna say to myself Go ham Go ham Go ham Go ham okay. Go ham Okay Go ham Go ham What you say to yourself man You don't gotta be a head You don't gotta be a monster you don't even gotta smoke like the Rastas You can go ahead and cook it like you cooking pasta Have everyone's back like a chiropractic doctor Yeah, You don't even gotta crack your back or do this shit Just make sure you working every night you go and spew this shit No, boy, don't be a fucking computer mixed with computer chips You can go ahead and do this You can go ahead, this music biz Yup, make the music You can go ahead and do this What? What is he saying? Me and my peeps, me and my peeps You can go ahead and eat in the streets There's a no name, everybody in the building Everybody knows that I eat in the feast Yeah, yeah, that do this, the realness You do this, not do, do that Do shit, you doing it, you do it Yeah, boy be confident Every time you make accomplishments Don't even take the compliments Eat that shit like condiments Yup, yeah, do this shit for real Don't do it for anyone else Do this shit for yourself and you will deal with The hardships, every moment No, it's the hardest you can deal with the hardships and it's the hardest everybody knows it's the hardships yeah yeah hardships everybody goes through it you don't even know to it you are new to it you don't even gotta float through it because it's not a breeze it's not to ease it's not something that you gotta see but it's something that you gotta live through and everything that you gotta be yeah ah. Ooh, one more we right. got this kuma right. and all we intervals <clears throat> 
Alright. Is that is that the vibe? Should I should I still stay stuff to myself or not? Is that whatever you want? Okay. Is that vibe shit? Uh. Every time I think about these rhymes, everything about everything that's on my mind. Every time at night I think about these rhymes and I take the time to take my time out to write every single line. I'm out, yeah, writing every single line. Everything is just on my mind. All the way to the world is on my grind and every time that it's on my mind I feel like I'm going crazy, going crazy Hold my lady, hold my baby Hold me close but don't put me in a comatose I'm crazy, yeah That call my life Laying in the bed like every night Thinking about life and how it's going I don't even know how hard it's flowing Yup, missing no name flowing Every time it's going I don't even care if you're flowing like the ocean Yeah, flowing like the ocean Man, you know this, the motions Emotions. I don't even feel any emotions I don't even care like your fucking emotions This inside out and the emotions Yeah, joy, sadness, fear, anger And disgust, everybody knows it's us But girl, you know that it's trust You know it's love, you know it's us And everything we go and bust that Sky up in the clouds I don't even know what I'm blowing now Blowing now, blowing now I'm blowing down Be like a rocket ship, but I'm blowing down Hold me and hold it down, yeah Hold me, hold it down Everybody knows that you know the sound When we sing, it's like making music Every time that we rock, you know it's now yep. That love in the sky, love in the eyes I don't even care if you love in the fuck What am I saying? Call you Chris, send me one time, one time One time for the ladies and one time for the feels I got vibes, I'ma make you feel my music for real I just wanna go and ride Everybody know I don't got no one's pride Crimes, cause I ain't a bad boy, but I know that I can find some of that mad joy and double it up and try to give you a cup of coffee. But this guy don't drink caffeine, cause he wanna grow the tall G. Ah, I got some tall teas that are like dresses, cause I'm about five more motherfucker. I can fit into the dresser. Yeah, I'm a small little dick. Yeah, no, but my dick is real long. I'm like Kevin Hart while I put my music into the song I'ma get a lady who's taller Hey Katrina, you see this ain't no baller Hey, cause I don't play no basket shit But I can get you protected Cause I can hit it quick with a jab and a wrestle I can take the fuck boys down Yeah, I'll beat his face if he gives you a DM tonight uh, For sure <laughs> I was going to say, like, I was going to go play off your words because you're Ugh. like, I don't play that basket shit, but I rap it quick. Ah. <laughs> but I rap it quick. You can lay with me because I'd be, like, on defense because I play that D. Ah. I'm going to erase that and you'll hear that on my next track. <laughs> <laughs> basket oh, shit. shit. I rap it quick. So <laughs> just to bring it circle, give me. Those three pieces of advice, if you can think about it, condense and just speak on it. For someone youngin', right, like a philam or just a youth in high school, especially who's kind of struggling, yeah. especially with personal issues, it, it 
may not have to be with parents but could be yeah. but going through those personal issues and maybe just even pulling out of high school not feeling it um definitely do everything for you mm. don't do anything because anybody told you to do it do it because you want to do it so um with that like if somebody influenced you to like I don't know, start doing drugs, like let's chill, let's smoke, this and that. If you know that's not who you are, probably don't partake. Hmm. So definitely do you. Don't let anybody tell you what else to do. Second piece of advice, um, um, uh, let's see. I have a question. What's up? You, you give that advice. Do you think you did those drugs because you felt pressured? Yeah. From I definitely, folks. I definitely think I I felt pressured, and the fact that I had nowhere to go, um, it was like the only the only thing to come to, like you know, just taking drugs and like having fun, like vibe with people. Yeah, yeah. that's my only connection with people at the time was mm. just to get high and just like be be on that type of level. And then as it like died down, it's like, all right, what do I do now? Because when you're when you get high, you only get high for a certain amount of time, then you come back down. Your problems are still right there. Mm. you know what i mean so that's not a healthy outlet especially like something that costs a lot of money when you don't have a job <laughs> you know what i mean like i had asked for like a shitload of freebies to be like bro i'll pay you back next time i'll give you a pair of shoes if you give me like 10 oh pills or some God. shit like that so don't <laughs> be real with yourself don't do that shit don't let anyone tell you what to do um find something healthy to 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 I guess replace those hard times find something creative to do whether it be like it doesn't even have to be music or art or anything it'd be like hiking running exercising you know teaching somebody something or you know things like that find a healthy outlet for yourself because then when you find that healthy outlet you learn to develop yourself as a person even better like you find you find new skills that you never thought you had so definitely find a healthy outlet for yourself and my last piece of advice, be real with yourself. Mm. You could say that you're the realest person in the room, but who are you trying to prove that to? The people in the room or yourself? So be real with yourself. Don't be like anybody could say that they're the realest, right? Like if they're in a room and somebody's telling you you're like, you, you, you can't do it, you're, you're a pussy or something like that, and then you got to prove yourself to them. That's not the real you because you're just trying to prove something in spite of somebody. So be real to yourself, you know, tell yourself that, you know, it's kind of cliche to hear, but tell yourself that you matter. Because mm. sometimes, sometimes when people it's are not cliche, I don't haven't heard that actually. Yeah. I, I was just watching. Um, it's funny. I was watching Family Guy mm. just like before I even came here. And, <laughs> you know, Meg, she gets yeah, told, yeah. shut up, Meg all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was the, it was the, where they had a crossover episode with The Simpsons. I don't know that. It was in the new seasons, but oh. Lisa Lisa goes, "Meg, you matter. You should say it." <clears throat> and she's like, "Why?" She's like, "Well, people need people need to know that they matter." I was like, "Damn, that's real shit." And then Meg goes, <laughs> "I matter." She's like, "Say it louder." She's like, "I matter." And then Peter's like, "Shut up, Meg. You don't matter." <laughs> <laughs> but like real talk though, like people yeah. need to know that they matter because yeah. if you're stuck in such a such a low place, and you feel like you don't you you already at at that low place already feel like you don't matter so if if there's no like um if there's no one telling you that you do matter then it just kind of just takes out all hope from yeah, whatever you have yeah, yeah. so just hearing 
like you telling yourself that you matter is definitely something to uplift your Mm. to uplift your mood to uplift your spirit even Mm. especially if you're in in such a dark place Mm. because i've been through those hard times i know what it feels like i never really had somebody told me like yo i care about you so we need to do something about it if if i can ask because it was in your song Mm -hmm. the very first one you had lines about ideations of suicide yeah and could you give me like that's some real shit yeah. to be able to put in mm-hmm. in a song yeah. and that's like heavy that's heavy because yeah. there are people who really feel that and it's mm-hmm. strong like who just question like yeah. what if it's like what if that's just easy yeah like what what do you have to those folks what do you have to share with um, those folks who like f- like have that similar feeling yeah it's hard um I I take that very sensitively. Like that subject for yeah. anybody, I take it as as sensitive as I can because that's a delicate, that's a delicate thing. You say the wrong thing, that's it. Yeah, you know that could be it. Like knock on wood, I don't want yeah. that to happen. But I um, hope this is real wood, dog. Well, IKEA IKEA makes I guess fake wood. So yeah, yeah. I got the two by four, <laughs> the real wood. So yeah. um, yeah. And what helped you? You know, music. Mm. music helped me especially addressing those things out loud to myself i'm like shit this is really going on with me like why the fuck is this going on and i have a lot of time to reflect i had a lot of time to think like is this really what what should be happening do i really want to go through with this like knowing who i am like i know i couldn't go through it but i contemplate about it a lot and like with those drugs i was kind of just like doing them to do them but i was hoping one day that I would overdose and it would just end. Really? You had that hope? Like, yeah. Because it was just like such a dark time for me yeah. that the high that I was feeling, I wish I could die when I feel that high because I feel good. Yeah. I wish I could just die feeling good. Fuck. And that's it. So that's that's how dark of a place I was in at the time. So I, I, was, I wasn't smoking weed. I was popping pills, like ecstasy pills. So when I was like high as fuck, I'm like, shit, should I pop another? Should I pop another? So I think the most I took was like three or four. Fuck. yeah so i was just like hoping that i would like get fucked up to the max where i just like that's it that's a wrap like yeah so for the people out there who are listening to this podcast and who feel like you don't have an option um definitely reach out to somebody like if you have no one to talk to shit hit me up on instagram or whatever uh-huh. find me i am open to all ears for any people or anyone who has any of those types of thoughts in their heads, because I honestly don't want to see that shit happen. Mm. I've I watched um, Thirteen Reasons Why recently. I keep on hearing about it. Is it good? It is great. Oh, I actually I like that show. Okay, and it's it's crazy because it's so real. It's so real that you think this is just like Hollywood shit or like entertainment shit, but this actually happens like in real life. So the premise for those who don't know about it yeah. is. 13 reasons 13 reasons why yeah it's 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 basically like a it's a story about a girl who has lived through every high school incident that you can think of that happens to women that's exactly what happened to her in those 13 episodes it's basically um a refresher of like what led to her death her suicide Mm. so from the get-go she already says she commits suicide and she made 13 tapes as to why excuse me made 13 tapes as to the reasons why she committed suicide and each tape has one person on that tape Mm. explaining what they did to lead her to that path 
And so I don't want to make any spoilers or yeah, anything. No spoiler, yeah, no spoilers. I'm not going to say any spoilers. I'm a, now I've, I've heard it enough that I'm going to watch it on Netflix. Watch it. Right. They're, they're hour-long episodes. Okay, so okay. you probably won't get through it today. Okay. Unless you watch it like through the whole, whole night. But um, yeah, it's, it's real shit. Like people commit suicide. And then what I've been reading in the news too is that people are imitating the show. Mm. Like people commit suicide too and they leave tapes behind. Like it's it's crazy. Like that's... I I don't think that's okay. Mm. That's not it's not cool for people to think that suicide is an, an option. Mm. I mean, some people are so low in that dark pit that that's all they got. But you like know, you understand, I do because I've been feeling, there. Yeah. I've been there. Like not to that extreme, but like me thinking of that that says a lot because I like live going through every day going through stuff. But that was such a dark time that I was just like, yo, can't do it anymore. Mm. But Suicide is not the option. Do not do it. So music helped you a lot. Music helped your... me. I would. I think a lot is an understatement because it honestly saved me. Mm. Like when I listened to Blue and Exile, that album helped me out a lot. But it's called Below the Heavens. If you have not heard that album, listen to that album. It is great lyrically, spiritually, emotionally. He. I like his storytelling abilities, and that what kind of got me interested. I'm like, oh, sh-. like yo. It sounds good. Like mm. I want to listen to more. Like why would I? Why would I think of being in a dark place when there's music like this? Mm. So I was like, okay, let me find more of this type of music. Mm. So that's when I found like dumbfounded wax, and that's when I started getting more invested in music. And then the drawing kind of just stopped because drawing, it's going based off of <clears throat> whatever I can make up in my head. Mm. Music is based off of whatever I feel. So when I express that feeling, it kind of addresses like the issues going on. Mm. I'm like oh shit, like that's real. It's happening, you know. Dope. It's like music therapy, man. It is. It is. It's That's some is. real shit. Music yeah. therapy is real shit. It is. And, and I've gone through it. And I wish I could. I if I would be a real Filipino and go into healthcare if they had music therapy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they make that. They do. They have make, in some places, yeah. but it's very limited. Actually, make that a thing. Make that a a mainstream thing because I feel like music will definitely. Music is like. Music is a universal language. Mm. Nobody can fully understand it, but you can't not understand it. Like when you feel something from a song, True. you just feel it. True. So it's like an unspoken, like, yeah. I think it's also when things are written from such a real and deep place, it becomes a chance to link to other people who are feeling those mm-hmm. same things. Yep. And it's very powerful in... 2013 was the last time I ever smoked weed. Oh, there's maybe one more, one time. Oh, other, yeah. But the, when I decided to quit, because I got too deep into it at Coachella, and oh, I just tried to take everything, tincture, uh, edibles, smoking with the hash, and yeah. as much as I can, just to like, as it was like an escape, yeah. right? But then I got too much. I got super paranoid and everything. I had yeah. to text my sister. I was like, please God, get me. I'm by this big rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ate, I'm sorry. I'm too high. Like that. And then, but right after that, after the group calmed me down, we saw Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then he has a song. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend. And then I was like, 
this shit is real like i know you wrote this on heroin but yeah. this is the same shit <laughs> it's equivalent like, yeah like i don't want to go i don't want to like talk about i don't want to be in that place again of yeah. that feeling of like like so deep and alone yeah and like bro our drugs are different but the feeling is the same <laughs> through music yeah see, and that's, that's what that's what i mean music. when universal uh, music is like a universal language because like anybody could feel that same thing mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. mean not language but i that's like the best term i can use yeah i bet so many people have said i've been high like that too <laughs> yeah like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. you can relate because yeah, yeah. you're on that level too that is the power of music and I'm glad we fucking went deep with the freestyles yeah, today, dude. man. Thanks yeah, for coming on. Definitely. To close it out, do you have any messages for folks listening? How can they reach you? Um, any call outs or anything? Yeah. Shout out to, first of all, Kuyu Chris for actually, yeah, this is the first interview I've actually had. I've never had anyone interview, interview me for anything and I've been mm. writing music for like eight years. Mm. Never have I had an interview. So thank you. No problem. Um, thank you out. for coming on. Yeah, sharing definitely. Sharing your story. Um, shout out to... Kristan Joseph, CJ. CJ. Shout out to Mike EV, Mike Villa. Mike Villa. Um, shout out to my mentor way back in the day, J Mac. Shout out to Is he still making music? I don't know. I haven't talked to that dude in a while, but shout out to him if he ever finds his video. Um, shout out to who else can I shout out to? I feel like I'm shouting out to too many people. Your girl. <laughs> my girlfriend, uh-huh. Jaina V. Seven years. By the way, pause. Seven he years. He just told me seven years. Seven so there's some years. math in there that he can talk about. But <laughs> damn, that's a long ass relationship, seven, son. Yeah, seven years is a long time. I went from six month relationships in high school to like seven years right oh after. Oh my God. So it, it's solid. So uh, who else can I shout out? Shout out to... Burha Beats. Burha Beats. Uh and josh burha um there's a lot of people i want to shout out to but like i'll say that for another interview um you have last message call out to your soundcloud yeah my soundcloud instagram snapchat are all three of the same ah. it's just that and then for uh for the link it's uh m-r-n-o-n-a-m-e-r-o-d so it's mr no name rod all lowercase letters so that's my ig snapchat um soundcloud if you want to find me on youtube uh you can go on my instagram and my youtube link is there too what else but pause question yeah we didn't get into the story why mr no name <laughs> what is this before this is a good okay, at okay. least like I tie like, it with a nice ribbon yeah I, uh, I didn't get to ask so it all started with starbucks so me and my friend were recording music back in 09. His name is, oh, shout out to James Nolasco. Um, he was the first person I ever recorded with after my mentor. And uh, I remember I went to a Starbucks before I went to his house. And, you know, the, they always write your name wrong, <laughs> right? So I go there. I went there a few times within that week. I got Roger. I got Roderick. Uh, I got... What would you say, Rod Rodney? I just said Rodney. 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 <laughs> Roderick. Roger. Uh, Robert. And then uh, Robin. Robin. I think they do it on purpose, I dude. Think, I think so, too. I so think I was fucking some pissed. Of them. <laughs> and then the, the, the last one, I'm, I'm waiting there for my, co- for my uh, caramel frap. That's all I get. I don't drink coffee, like I said. Sugar. I only get caramel frap. Yeah, I'm just on a sugar rush. So my caramel frap is just like chilling. I'm like, I don't know who that is. So I'm just waiting there for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. 
And I go up to the lady. I'm like, excuse me, do you know, has my order been made yet? And she's like, oh, what did you order? I was like, a caramel frap. She's like, oh, I think it's right here. I'm like, oh, well, I, did you guys call my name? And they're like, yeah. And then she turns the cup around and fucking says Arnold. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? How the hell do you get that? I'm like, that's why I didn't hear my name. I'm like, who the fuck is Arnold? And then so I was so pissed. Rodney, Rod, Arnold, Rodney. I don't know how they got it mixed up. And then like that whole thing happened. And then I was like, man, I'm fucking tired of them getting my name wrong. And then he, my homie was like, why don't you just change? Why don't you just go by your, your rap name then? So nobody will get it wrong. I was like, so what can my rap name be? And then she's like, I don't know. So I, 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 I thought about it for a couple of days. Like I was writing music. I was like, shit, what would my rap name be? Because his friend would call me Rod Rod. Uh, I was like, this, uh, this not, it doesn't does hit. Not a doesn't good hit. ring. Yeah. No, it doesn't hit as well. It's my, it has my name in it, but it doesn't sound that well. And then I remember I went to Kid Robot. And Kid Robot had these little keychains. And so I bought one. And when I opened it, it was a, a paper bag on his head. And he had a prison outfit. I'm like, yo, that looks pretty, that looks kind of cool because he has like no identity. Uh. And I was like, dang, should I be? Well, I was thinking like, word like names like anonymous or like uh, no identity. Yeah, no. And identity. I was like, what about no name? Uh. And I was like, because Star Wars kept getting my name wrong, so I was just still on that. So I was like, what about uh. no name? So I don't have a name when they call me at Starbucks. And then he's like, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. And then the Mister, the Mister part for Mister No Name was after a show <clears throat> i think it was uh the the one that they hold at gellert park it's like oh uh, the filipino no, American? No, no it's not a filipino thing it's just like an open mic for like youth like hmm. i don't even know if they do that no they don't do it anymore but yeah. it was it was uh hosted by uh fuck, i forgot uh anyways so it was at that show um nobody knew who i was and like nobody was like standing in the audience when i went so i was just like they treat me like i'm a no name like they treat me like a nobody like Mm -hmm. you know they don't pay attention they don't show respect when i'm on the mic so a no if a no name was what they see then a no name is what i'm gonna be then so that's why i gave myself the title mr no name so you know that it's me it's, I'm not just a no name. I am Mr. No Name. So you know. <laughs> You're the no I'm name. Me, yeah, exactly. That's the stamp of me being that guy. I am the Mr. No Name. Because so there's a lot of people you don't respect. They have no names to you. Yeah, but I'm so Mr. You know what? No I'm going to be that Mr. No Name that you don't respect. And then as soon as that happened, that's when I started like building my confidence. That's uh, when music started getting better. Okay. You know, so that's how I got the confidence in it. Like I own that name. So I am Mr. No Name. Okay. Shout yeah. outs to Starbucks then. Starbucks, you fucked me up, but you helped me out. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> dope for sure. Thanks for coming on, thank man. Thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate it. Was it was dope. It was a fucking journey through all those freestyles, <laughs> learning lessons too. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to the next freestyle session. Oh yeah, got, I can't man. wait. Let me know when the next one is, man. <laughs> I'm on that. <laughs> freestyle. <laughs> Alright, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah. That was dope.